Why don't I know anything that's happening? <laughs> Where is everyone? You guys want us to hurry up or keep going? Greetings, greetings to everyone, and welcome to the Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG, and we are back for another fun-filled week to talk about that game you all love to love to love and sometimes hate a little bit, Star Citizen. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm here with a great group of folks here today. We are excited. It is the beginning of October. We are one week away from uh, CitizenCon, and we decided that we were going to do a show themed out as a slice of CitizenCon. Um, and the idea is let's talk a little bit about CitizenCon because we know come next week. Oh, wow. We got a subscriber. Abdi, thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What a way to kick us off. Thank right you off a lot. the bat. Right off the bat. He kicked us off. Um, but we're a week ahead and we want to talk a little bit about it because we know there's a, the hype is going to build over the next week as we get closer and closer to the event. And so I've got some distinguished folks on here today to talk to us a little bit about it. So uh, let me start from uh, our far, my far, my right which would be one of the newest members of the Soul team. And that's uh, Abdi Johan. Thank you, Abdi. Welcome back. How are hey, you? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Second, second time in two weeks back to back, you know? You can take over fast cards. Maybe I take over it. fast cards position maybe next time when you come. Just, you know. No. I can't I can't rival those puns, man. I can't rival those puns. You know what? Don't. No one can. You've said nothing no. else that I would agree with today. That is it, okay? <laughs> no, no. No, we love our buddy Fast Card. He's not here. He's getting a, he's getting a week off this week because he's been pulling Thursdays and Sundays, and he does a great job with that. I heart FC. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Every man, day. the ambassador of Star Citizen. Um, <laughs> just ban Fast Card. Just ban no, that's what Ria Mar says. <laughs> No, 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 we cannot lose fast no. card. We cannot we lose need fast card. Can't lose fast card. Uh, and to my left, the man himself, uh, who's always a proud of uh, the state of Florida, Colossal. What's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, I am fantastic. I'm fantastic. I just want to go ahead and thank Griff as always being on. Love to see you, Space. Abdi, a pleasure as always. I just want to support my teams because the Rowdies are back in the playoffs <sighs> again. Trying to go ahead and win the Eastern Conference title twice in a row. So go Rowdies. The Rays are back in the playoffs <laughs> again. So once again, we are the city of champions and the Buccaneers play tonight. Good luck, Bucks. Go Bucks. You won a championship city. Come to Tampa Bay. Go Griff. He had those backgrounds locked and loaded. <laughs> Tomato, this is why I will not have an org because I can't even keep the team on here together and, and I got to deal with this type of stuff, okay? So anyway, thank you, Colossal, for that uh, fill-in on sports in the state of Florida here in the United States. Are we going to be tracking the score? Is that is that game going on right now during the during this? Uh, it's fun. 30 minutes. There's a live, yeah. There's a live ticker underneath. Don't yeah, come on. Have a no, tomato. Huh? Do not feed the animals, okay? Please, <laughs> do not feed the animals. All right, all right. And last but not least, our special guest. He's a returning guest. He's been here a few times before, and we're happy to have him back again. The yep, yep, yep. Space Tomato. How are you, buddy? 
Glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I always have a blast being here. It's good conversation. It's good people. It's good times. So I'm excited to talk about CitizenCon today. Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate that. In fact, yeah. when, when you got back to the States, I was, I got a message from uh, the tomato. He said, Griff, I'm back. Let me know when mm -hmm. I can pop back in. And so I sent him the schedule right away and he picked today. Slice of Citizen I knew it was going to be a good show. He's I knew it was going to be a good show. <laughs> He's and, ahead and, of it. <laughs> and it was the whole year, man, because we did, we did a show back in, I think it was January, maybe. It might have been December, December. But we did one when I was back in the States. Mm -hmm. And then I left, and it was just all years back and forth. And I was like, there's no way. With the way that our time zones meet up, there's just no way it was going to work. So mm -hmm. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad to be back and get a chance to get on the show. And we appreciate that, man. We're glad to have you back as well. So let's, sure. let's jump into it. Um, for those of you, as again, welcome everybody who's here. Thank you guys for showing up on a Sunday as always before the week gets started. Uh, just so you guys know, we've got a, uh, another announcement I should make, Colossal. I think uh, I think we kind of alluded to it a little bit, but we now have a couple of moderators that are operating, working with us. FastCard has worked as an op operator, but he's also kind of the co-producer. And a lot mm -hmm. of times... Yeah, it's a lot for him to do, to be engaged in the show and then at the same time trying to kind of keep track of information that's being said in the chat, questions, being able to send out links. And so you guys have gotten us to the place where now we've grown to the point where we have moderators. They're not paid, but they're moderators. <laughs> and so, but they love us. And they, they both of them, when, I, when we spoke with them about uh, taking on that task, they were very enthusiastic and excited about the prospect of doing it. And they were both like, we don't know very much about it, but they kind of jumped into it. So just so you guys will know, uh, our moderators now are Admiral Kusanagi and Ops Chief. And they'll be working along with FastCart to help us with getting things in. Because sometimes I don't have time to put links in and pictures and all that other stuff, but they're going to help with that. And also they'll be there just to say hi to you guys when you come in. So congratulations to both of them for being able to join and be a part of the Soul Citizens team. I didn't want to not mention that because that's really important to us. So <clears throat> let's jump into the show. Yeah. First, um, I think Admiral and, and um, Fastcart are going to be missing some things because both of them are in New England, right? <laughs> well, yeah, they are. That's true. They are both yeah. in New England. Listen, don't yeah. come. Uh, it's the topic of the night. Oh, jeez. They stay off that TV fast car. You know, Admiral. you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, we, we, a lot of times when we do the show, we kind of jump into topics that we know a lot of folks in the community already are aware of and know about. Uh, <laughs> but then there's those times where we need to talk about some things and kind of refresh our memories, as well as remember that there are people who are maybe watching the show for the first time. And so we're going to look at a quick video that CIG put out called What is Star Citizen? And then I want to talk to the panelists about that video because I've heard some interesting thoughts in relation to how CIG is presenting the game. And we'll also talk about how they're presenting CitizenCon. And uh, I'm, I wanna get their feedback in relation to that. So very quickly, let's take a look at the uh, What is CitizenCon video.
Okay, so I, I said the wrong thing. That was the what is star citizen. I said citizen kind of earlier. I meant to say what is star citizen. I'm going to present a question to my panel, and I want to get their thoughts on this because there's a, it's a statement that I agree with, but most recently I'm starting to maybe feel a little different about. And that question is, and this is, this is the statement that I've been hearing some people say, and I think it's valid. They've talked about the fact that Star Citizen has been development for so long that now there are many people who don't know that this game is in alpha, that it is still being built out. They may see that trailer and say, wow, this game looks awesome. I'm gonna jump in it and play it, right? And then they get in and happen to come in on a day when 30Ks are happening a lot, you know, there's a lot going on and, and, and they're not seeing the experience that they witnessed on that trailer. Now, here's my question. I am going to kind of put a little lead into it. So be, don't, don't, I don't want to sucker you into what I'm going to say, but if you feel differently, feel free to say it. When we looked at that video, was there anything in that video that you say was an untruth? Something that is not real that people can experience in Star Citizen? If so, cool, go ahead, feel free. And I, other than the F8. Um, <laughs> um, uh, if, if you feel that there was, then cool. Uh, do you feel that the marketing is misleading or do you feel that it's just the fact that we aren't making it happen? Now I will preclude that a little bit more. Hang on to that question. I, and this will be leading into citizen con. I was listening to morphologist's video this afternoon on my way home and he mm. was talking about citizen con and he went back to the citizen con where the sandworm popped up and he mm -hmm. said, we saw that years ago and it's still not in game which is true, mm -hmm. which is very true. But, and, and I give, and please feel free to watch this video because he raises some very good points in it. He's not against CitizenCon, but his thing is titled, is CitizenCon a waste of money? And he talks a little bit about that or something along those lines. But my point is, there's one thing when we look at some videos, they're talking about where we want to see the vision of Star Citizen, which is what he looked at from that perspective. And then there's the game that exists. So I'm going to start with our guest first, Space Tomato. Is what we just watched in that What Is Star Citizen video? Is it that it's not there, half there, mostly there, or we're, it's or it's not there at all? What, what is your feelings? Do you think that they're fooling people in Star Citizen when they see that? I think this is a pretty big topic that goes outside of even even CitizenCon. Really, uh, I went over this a bit in my own CitizenCon video, and. I think the game, so I think they do sell the vision. The, these videos are, they're true, right? I have, it, I have it playing again here and I'm watching it and like everything that's they're showing is in the game. So obviously, you know, the, the, it's not a lie, but everybody's sitting here and probably most of the people playing the, listening to this know it doesn't actually play out like that. Like okay. <laughs> they're like mine haul trade and you're like okay cool i'm gonna go haul <laughs> but what am i you know, it, it's they're still selling the vision and there is still plenty of vision to sell that's absolutely the case i think though there is going to be a certain point at which the game is turning is going to be equal vision and equal gameplay like mm. For so long, we've been thinking about what's going on, what's happening in the game, uh, what are we going to be able to do, talking theory and all this stuff. This is the first CitizenCon where I feel like they can come out and show us a gameplay demo mm -hmm. that would still be impressive because there's enough gameplay mm -hmm. actually there for them to put together an impressive scenario. So mm -hmm. I feel like 
they've reached this moment where they need to start to shift the marketing from focusing on the vision of star citizen to focusing more on kind of what we are doing in star citizen now because mm. we've reached this point where they have enough game to advertise the game and not just the idea of the game and and i think putting out videos like this this should be one of the last videos that we look at and feel like we can't do what they're doing mm. um i think next year during uh gosh what is it um in july and June, I think it is. Yeah, Invictus Week. I think whatever video they're putting out for Invictus Week next year should be a little bit like pretty in line with what we're doing, whatever they put in that video. Mm -hmm. Um it's 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 definitely a blurred line. Like it's a gray area. Cause like I said, they're just getting into that time where there's enough gameplay to start mm -hmm. advertising it. Uh but the more and more they get into that period of time, the more they're gonna get criticism for looking like, you know, not like they're providing what's actually in the game okay nice observation i like that colossal what about you what do you think i mean i had a conversation somewhat on this level with another friend who's in here tonight and we were talking about some of the things that were, were that were being promised and some of the things that you know in terms of development i mean yes there's some books on how to develop a game but there are there is who's to say that Chris Roberts has to do what a standard industry needs to do in terms of developing a game. You know, you got you got people that come in there and they start paying money and then they say, well, I want this game out because I gave you $3 million or $30 million. And that tends to a lot of times stagnate a development of a game. Sometimes mm -hmm. instead of you getting, instead of you having 100 things you want to put in, these people come in here and start demanding and demanding and demanding, and now you got to move from 100 items to 50 items. Mm. So now you lessen the aspect uh, of the game mm -hmm. because you're trying to appeal or appease a certain group of privileged folks. Mm -hmm. And it gets me upset when I see that. The other thing, and, and I'll get more into that detail in just a minute, but the other thing that I was looking at is uh, th there are some people, I, I don't think they're being intentional, but sometimes people tend to be, be a little bit too disingenuous with the information. There are two games being developed here, mm -hmm. two, Squadron 42, and then we have Star Citizen. Now, just because we see these things in a promo does not mean it's not going to end up in game. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things that we know that, that we've heard about will be in Squadron 42. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to expect a space worm right now in alpha. Get over it, folks. We see it. It's going to be there. Just be patient mm. and wait we have another game that's, that's being developed the primary game which is squadron 42. Mm -hmm. so I, I think people just needs to get off their high horse as far as mm -hmm. those naysayers they're, they're not going to play the game anyways and they want to do what they want to do to go ahead and discredit the game mm -hmm. that's their whole intention mm -hmm. so i'm not even concerned about them um you know just 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 be patient allow the game to develop the way it's developing. There are a lot of things that we are expecting that are coming in game even right now. This coming, it's about to come out in 315. And the more of us that are patient enough to go along with the ride, the more we're starting to get exactly what we've been promised. Mm -hmm. and so I'm, I'm excited as far as what they have going on, but I think sometimes people just need to just back off and let Chris Roberts developed the game that he has envisioned and allow us to be able to play a game that we've all wanted for years, for decades. Okay. Abdi, before I come to you, I want to take a little bit of what Space said and a little bit of what Colossal said, because again, CitizenKind is the, and I think Morphologist talks about this a little bit, 
that somebody's looping through colossal you're coming through on me for some reason sorry about that i don't okay. know the volume a little high yeah one of the things he mentions is that citizen kind is is it's a couple things he mentioned beyond yeah, me. getting together um with with community beyond uh the event with the developers he also talks about it being a moment of accountability and the time where cig gets to stand up and say here's where we are this is what we're doing this is what we want to do for the community for those who are backing the game which is true and tomato mentions you know a lot of the points he mentioned there were very solid colossal mentions about this thing about it's going to be there it doesn't necessarily mean that you know when citizen con happens you're going to see it roll out within the next year but it is going to be in the game but then he said this word patience we're approaching year 10 on my clock year 10 okay uh i guess we could say 10 officially if we talk about the kickstarter maybe 11 if you want to go back but being patient is that a factor uh is it a fair factor um because there are some people who will say well how long is too long for a game like this and to tomato's point he says that this year may be the year that that dial needs to start to turn now so that people have been patient we're going on the you know next year will be a decade in 2022 um you know do we need to start seeing not just the possibilities of what's happening in star citizen but what is actually happening in star citizen and i gotta say this too that's why i asked you guys the question earlier was that video a lie? Because is that stuff not happening just because we aren't playing in the sandbox? Are we waiting on CIG to do stuff still that says that you can't run off your Valkyrie or do this or do that or do this? You know what I'm saying? So you can answer however you want to, Abdi, but I, I'm, I'm just gonna get your thoughts. Um, oh. Oh, Lefty, whoa. whoa. Oh, Lefty, kicking us oh, off with the big 10. Oh, Lefty. Thank you, Lefty. Oh my God, Thank that is you so, so, much. That's so dope. cool. Thank you so much. Oh my God, really nice. you know, for that, we didn't, oh shoot, I didn't have, I didn't have Whammer ready or anything. I'm sleeping at the wheel oh, here today. Lord. You know what, I reset the computer. Whammer's coming in. Yeah, I, I, I reset the computer and that, <laughs> and that jacked me up. I'm sorry. I saw I that international vacation. Li listen, yeah. you know what? We cannot let Whammer not jump in there for a hot second, but he's he'll hopefully a puppy. Put mayo on you. Okay, that was the wrong one. I don't know what he said there, but uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Abdi. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Abdi. What were you going to say? Uh, all I'm going to say is that I used to work for uh, a tech company, uh -huh. a small startup. And uh, I mean, I'm not comparing RSI to a small tech startup because mm -hmm. um, they're like one of the bigger crowdfunding games in all of history. But um, something something that uh, everyone was talking about here kind of rang true to me. And, you know, being a person that worked as a designer... Um, on software, uh, front-end designer. It's just so funny because something that you see in tech a lot is that you have salespeople who go to other people and say, this is what our product can do. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes the product can't actually do that yet. Um, mm. because... I was a salesperson at one point. Right? <laughs> right? And it's so fun to hear like, okay, we came back from this really big you know, con or presentation or something like that. Right. And now our software has to do this. And uh, to hear the developers say... Oh God! <laughs> what did you just and, say? Like why? Um, and oftentimes that's the way that tech works. Um, you you promise things because people want it, um, because the vision is interesting, because the vision gets people excited. Mm -hmm. um, 
it doesn't mean that it's a lie, but it is a hope. It's a belief almost. Mm. And that's the strange thing about Star Citizen. I mean, you uh, you you jump on a game like uh, like Halo that has a strong foundation, mm -hmm. and you know what you're gonna get. Maybe you know variations of it will change from year to year for sure. Um, but with Star Citizen, it's it, there's just so much belief. Um, and so much patience that goes into it and so much, um, you know, being, oh, hey, we got, an, <laughs> we got another, thank you. Thank got, you for that. Thank sub you gift. so much. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Really nice. Hey, thanks for the subscription. Okay. Oh God. And there's Whammer. There's Whammer. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Terrifying. You know what? That makes sense with Halloween coming up. Whammer's, yeah. So, Whammer needs his own Halloween movie. Tomato's <laughs> laughing. He's like, I can't believe I'm on a show with a hamburger talking right now. So, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I love it. I love it. There's a tomato in there somewhere. That's so right. There is a tomato. I think the tomato's the... It's Never fun, mind. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Griffin went there. On I that did note. It. On that I, note. I didn't. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how to get back to my point, but something <laughs> basically, basically, Star Citizen is is a different beast in a, in and of itself. There's so much hope that goes into it, um, and so much vision. And like Tomato said, we're starting to catch up. Mm -hmm. The development is starting to catch up with where that vision is, but mm -hmm. it's not quite there yet. But I think, like Tomato said, like it it's it's got to start getting there. Okay. Um, people people are are expecting it. And I think I think uh, I think the developers are too. Let's um, put it this way: you guys have all seen the machinimas people are making, right? Oh yeah, you can make this game that. look good oh, in yeah. engine. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. that's perfect advertising for the game. They could do that too. It mm -hmm. doesn't all have to be bombastic and 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 exciting and loud. I'm not saying yeah. they don't they shouldn't do that. I'm just saying there are ways to do the advertising directly 100% with things you can point to and be like, no, people did that in the game. Mm. You know, developers that. appreciate that too. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the, the parts details. that really got me is like when you saw that, uh, that, that, uh, cyclone jumping off of the ship and landing on the 890. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah in that video like that's yeah. like real that's stuff cool. that happened or mm -hmm. like i think they had part of the daymar rally in it or yeah. something mm -hmm. yeah that yeah. stuff seeing people actually do things yeah or yeah. like when i think back to uh, i'm in space tomatoes uh um org gii represent um like that like the things that we've done in in our org events that lines up more with than what that video does because like the good feelings that I have from playing in those big org events, even though they can get messy, you know, the game breaks. Um, <laughs> like that to me is more of a sales, uh, sales pitch mm. than um, some of the stuff that was in that video. Yeah. And maybe, I'm sorry, to, to add to those points, I mean, because they make uh, Abdi and, and Space Tomato make some very good points. The point that I want to add on to that is, and ten, almost 10 years later, and now it seems like now they finally have the tools developed to go ahead mm -hmm. and continue on as, as what we talked about. Mm -hmm. If you listen to Jared um, this past Star Citizen Live, he sat there and referenced um, um, Queen Zone of Flash. Mm -hmm. And he said no, so it looks like Flash is out mm -hmm. now. And oh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna sing it, Colossal? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> although, I love, although I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually, I think, a really good example of that that I noticed. Oh, what was it? Um, they just added something where they uh, they talked about how the thruster VFX are affecting dust, right? And then mm -hmm. they said they're going to take that technology and make it so that the ships can create a wake mm -hmm. when they're flying over mm -hmm. things. 
Mm-hmm. If you think back, I think it was Citizen Con 2017. Mm-hmm. In the video, they're flying the Aurora across the water in Hurston, and you hear Chris in the background being Chris, being like, oh, yeah, someday, someday the spaceships are going to make water fly off the back while they're flying. And we're like four years later, and it's yeah. actually going into the game. Yeah. So yeah. It actually does happen. Yeah. It takes a while. It takes but a while. That's things. one reason why you should watch Space Tomatoes content, because he does a good job of looking at the history of development and bringing that into the context of where we are right now. Mm-hmm. And that's stuff that is so hard to keep on top of, because, yeah. like, one tiny thing said in a video way back in 2017 is so freaking hard to remember. Yeah, yeah well, you think you think, you think that's bad. Imagine being around since 2013. Now, oh, and now this is the other side of the coin. <laughs> right, yeah. But there's another side to the coin to that, and I'm not saying it in a negative way. I am saying that for the people who've been around since the early days and literally watched this, you know, arc of development, um, yeah, it can be frustrating, but I think if you've really paid attention, you understand what's actually taking place. That means both the successes and failures of the company and its development process, right? Um, I do understand though, when new people come in who don't have those experiences, who didn't sit through, you know, 2015's non-delivery, 2016's disappointment at Star at Citizen Con. I mean, the people who didn't live through that and who come in in 2018 or 19 or 20, who may see the game for what it is right now. Um, I've been really impressed. And I've talked about this in previous shows before of listening to the people who've come over within the last year. Actually, it's been less than that within the last four or five months from Elite who are mm-hmm. space nerds. But when they came into this game, they see it from an entirely different perspective than those of us who've been playing Star Citizen and not Elite. And they are much warmer to the game and they have their reasons for feeling that way because of some of the experiences that they've had in Delete. And and it was really weird, Colossal and I've talked about this, that they have their own perspective about delays and things not happening in time. We're not Mm -hmm. the only ones going through that. You know what I mean? And sometimes if you stay in the Star Citizen bubble, you do feel like we're going through so much, it's taking so long, but you talk to the other players and they'll tell you they've suffered even worse. I mean, if you guys, and I'm not picking on Elite, but if y'all see Elite's roadmap, you will be kissing the CIG because their roadmap was freaking two paragraphs and that was it. <laughs> you know? Did you um, see the, 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 the cyberpunk roadmap? No. Um, no. It's like a page. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> With a couple lines. There weren't any dates. There were just like some lines in like a general half two of 2021 no it was yeah it was can you imagine people trying to create content off of that like there's so many content creators for star citizen but if it was just this trickle drop feed Mm. oh my god it would just just be nothing it'd be speculation every week Mm. that's what i think somebody said that to me i'm pretty sure it was today it might have been yesterday my memory's not great these days (laughs) somebody (laughs) just said that to me recently they were like it's amazing that uh, it was a real life friend, so they don't actually yeah. follow Star Citizen, but they were like, it's amazing that you can create this much content off a game that's not even out yet. Mm. And I'm like, you have no idea how much information they give us. It's crazy. <laughs> my, my wife said the same thing about the opposite. She was like, it's amazing that you can watch this much content about Star Citizen. <laughs> and I was like, yo, there's just a lot going on all every week. And, and, I get and that I, one too. And I'm going to build on what both these brothers have just said and say, it's amazing that there's a convention for a game that's not officially out. I'm still <laughs> I'm still blown away by that. Seriously, the fact that there's yeah. people who travel from around the world to a city for a game that is still quote unquote in development, like Star Citizen, and we're going to jump into that next part. Uh, let me start off with Colossal this time around, and then I'll go to Tomato and then Obdi. 
Um, what is your experience with CitizenCon? Have you been to one? If you haven't, was it just that you saw it on screen? Uh, just real quick, just give us what your experience was. And I'll start with Colossal. Uh, my first only one was 2018. Um, that was the one in Austin, right? Was that yep. one in Austin? Yep. Austin. Yep. That was the one in Austin. That was my first and only one. It was a one shot wonder because I had to really go around the place. I, I tell you another story another time, but um, but that was one of the best experiences. It wasn't my only con because we've had we have comic cons here in Tampa, mm -hmm. um, so you know I experienced at least something on that end of the boat. But that was my first citizen con that I went to, and I look for I was looking forward to one in Los Angeles. Unfortunately, COVID hit, so hopefully when that comes back to Los Angeles, we'll be ready for that next that one. Okay. Okay. Tomato. Never been to one. I have watched them. I think I started watching them in 2015. Mm. Um, the first one I remember is 2014, but that was like, I, I was just watching the videos afterward. Watched it live 2015 and then from then on. But the first one I actually really remember was 2016, I would say. That mm. was, uh, and, and that was just, you know, incredible. Mm. I mean, it was the demo in 2016 was incredible. Mm -hmm. um, it also obviously was in a, on a planet that's so far away from what, anything we have now. You, you won't see it anytime. <laughs> it was insane, and it got me really excited for the game. But I haven't gotten to experience the in-person community aspect of it. I can't wait to. Mm. My wife is super excited to go. I'm, ex I'm excited to go. So next year. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Obdi. Yeah, so I think I've said this before. I pledged in 2015, played the game on my computer that couldn't run it, stopped playing the game, and came back pretty much this year after watching both Subliminal and uh, and and uh, Space Tomato here. Um, so <laughs> they brought me back to the game, um, but I I didn't watch anything until I watched their streams again, and uh, and then I just started devouring content that I had missed. And the thing that got me into the game in 2015 was the the planet to the people to planet, um, and I was that from a Citizen Con? But I didn't watch it live. Mm -hmm. um, the, the the one with the guy's eye and then the yeah the, yeah. Okay. Well, so was that, that was from a Citizen? So did you Con, so wasn't did, it? right? So did you see the Citizen Con episodes because you watched them, or or that's what get you eventually saw Citizen Con? Because you said you've never been to one, right? Never been to one. Okay. Only watched them. Okay. So like, I didn't even really fully understand back then that there was a place that people were gathering to watch these ah, videos. Okay. Um, in a convention style. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, uh, my first one has not happened yet, and I, I look forward to to when when it does. But hopefully next year. Okay. And, and this year I'll be watching online for sure. Okay. Well, for me, uh, I like Colossal. I was there at 2018. Colossal, I didn't see you. You know, I, I, I was in the front row, buddy. I was in the front three rows. I didn't go see anybody. I didn't. I saw Montoya. I right. met that Richards. Yeah. But I didn't go talk to anybody because I was exhausted. Well, <laughs> since there's only usually a few of us there, I would have thought I would have seen you, but I didn't see you is all I'm saying. Okay. So you must have ran out and ran in. Oh, I know you were there. I know you were there. And I, I saw, uh, I saw fast cart. Yeah, there's yeah yeah. So that was the only other person on the team I think that I knew back then. Uh, but yeah, I will say that the experience in 2018 was I went in 2016 too. CC Creator, thank oh oh thank you for five five CC. cool subscriptions. We appreciate that. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Uh, um, oh, he's got like two tomato tongues. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a fun. <laughs> oh Lord. So. Um, 2016 was great. It was my first time going. I was with some good friends. I was with no, I was with, I was with Gladestone, and I can't think of the other guys. And Glade, if you remember the other guy's name, we were with. 
that I was there with in, in uh, Los Angeles. And then in 2018, I went with some more friends and had a great time with them as well. And uh, I will say the experience within those two years was double, doubly better than it was before that. Uh, got to meet a lot of people there. The organization of it was really good. And I was just blown away again at, for a convention for a game that was still being developed. And I want to say at that convention, we went to the first one, there was six to 800 people. When I went two years later, I think there was eight, 1,800. The number had, had doubled, if not more. Uh, and again, people from all over the world uh, attended that event and it was really, really great. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next one as well uh, when we have that one. Yeah, Can I just say that sure. the size of the the community of this game, I don't know when it happened, but it freaking exploded. Mm -hmm. Like it was, I did not consider it to be a big, like a, a big group of people, mm -hmm. uh, even back when I first started doing Space Tomato stuff like a couple of years ago. But now it feels like an actual you know like mm -hmm. a decent size i meet people who know about this game yeah freaking i was war i was talking to the xfinity <laughs> tech the mm -hmm. other day <laughs> and he recognized me he's like hey Whoa. you're space tomato <laughs> i was like what like, i want to get you that good internet <laughs> it's yeah it's but it's crazy how many people are following this game now like wow. you said I, I don't even how big is a citizen con going to be now next year yeah that's amazing that really is amazing my daughter was with mm -hmm. some friends a couple weeks ago talking about video games and she, she happened to say, oh, have you guys ever heard of Star Citizen? And the, the other three friends just booed. I mean, <laughs> what the scam? Oh, I'm like, what in the world? You know? I get too. They're she like, was, oh, the scam game, She right? was so mm -hmm. caught off guard by me. She found herself defending a game that she's not even playing yet, you know? <laughs> but, she, but she was like, no. And then she, she said, dad, she came home, dad, you gotta send me a trailer, send me a... So I sent her one of the things and all the people recanted because all their freight, all their information was based upon five years ago. Nothing, they had no yeah. idea of where the game was at when they saw it. It was the medical, it was the video on medical when they showed all the stuff with the new oh, stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah. And her friends totally flipped around and was like, oh my God, we didn't know this game was this far along. You know, we thought that, so yeah, you know, I, I hear you tomato, it's kind of interesting. And it has changed the fact that people outside of the community even know about this uh, about this game the, yeah the dials turned a little bit mm -hmm. you don't you don't see the scam comments all that much yeah. now it's just like oh it's gonna my grandparents or my grandkids are gonna play it whatever yeah. like, it's <laughs> the the the, the, yeah. the things the comments the youtube comments are starting to kind of shift. <laughs> shift the other way yeah a little bit yeah. yeah 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 okay look we're gonna look at and these guys have just talked a little bit about our experiences with citizen con i put together a short video uh that's based around for those of you who've gone to citizen con usually what they'll do is put out a video called the road to release and it's usually a video that kind of says how they prepared, what they were getting ready for, for the Citizen Con. This is kind of a combination of Chris's, uh, both his opening speech, as well as um, when Chris does his thing, he usually does the first part where he does a presentation. We kind of break, we go into the different uh, sessions, and then he comes back with the second half. And so what I did was just kind of get rid of the middle part, put the first two together, just to give you an idea. And we're gonna look at, this is from 2019. Tomato mentioned this was two years ago when we had our very last citizen con and we heard from chris at this level and what we want to do is talk about what he talked about then where we are now and then we're going to talk about this year's convention so let us take a look if i can find it where is it there it is Hey! 
welcome to Manchester. Uh, hope you like that. That was done by our uh, marketing cinematic group, which uh, did an amazing job on the uh, Carrick commercial. Um, so it is awesome to be back here in Manchester. In uh, 15, it was actually the first time we showed the very beginning glimpse of the baby PU, we called it then. Now we have a much bigger persistent universe. Uh, so we're back here four years. It's actually where our biggest development area is. We have about 300 and I think 30 people working up in here in Manchester. So we're very, very happy to be here. Welcome to everyone that's joining us from around the world here locally and also everyone that's watching online live. Thank you for joining and watching us. And we also want to thank uh, the sponsors that have helped us out with the event. So we have LG, AMD, uh, Actina and Corsair who have all contributed equipment and helped out in general with the event. So thank you guys very much. Uh, and um, anyway, we're looking forward to giving you a, a great uh, show today. There's a lot of really cool panels. Uh, and we're actually going to do something a little different with uh, the demo this time around. We're going to have an opening uh, portion of the demo and then we're going to come back at the very end of the day and, and sort of finish it up. Um, and just also to let you know that the auditorium panels that are going on that you guys can go and see during there. And there's some really, really cool and great ones. I also don't know if you guys are going to have a chance to check out Theatres of War because uh, that's still in the early stages. But it'd be really great to have your feedback. And uh, I think it's going to be... Thank you, Grandmaster, for the follow. Um, but the uh, auditorium... Thanks of, for the uh, follow. ...will be available on YouTube in a couple of days for you guys. Uh, so last year, at the end of CitizenCon, uh, I had the sort of road to release roadmap uh, and uh, you know as of last year we said well we've achieved seven of those 12 uh, that we'd um, set out to do starting with the hangar and going all the way to uh, you know location persistence and planet tech uh, but you know since then uh, we delivered the OCS and band culling at the end of last year which I think made a big difference on the client performance uh, and you know we got a few things that we're doing this year so, there I go. So, we've showed it, but um, uh, Planet Tech 3.5 is what we did last year. Sorry, I'm behind on the... Can I not get this up here? Otherwise, I'm going to have to look up here. I forget about it. Uh, <laughs> so, we had ship purchases, ship rentals, which is actually quite cool because you don't have to buy with cash any of the ships. You can rent or purchase them with the money you're earning in the game. Um, and we've also been... Shifting to quality Remember when that wasn't a thing? Development, uh, which is, you saw a little bit of that in Alpha 3.7. We're more serious about that. So we've moved the teams to six-month cycles. We're still delivering patches every three months, but the teams themselves get six months to work on their features or their content that will go into whatever patch they're sort of designated for. And I think it gives them more time to do good work and iterate and give you a better experience. And we're slowly working on aspects of the gameplay, you know, in terms of, say, the feel of flight or the feel of combat. Uh, we're doing things like, you know, Sean was showing the sort of theaters of war where we're, it's a, you know, that's a, that's a good sort of contained uh, mode that will allow us to sort of fine tune what's really cool about Star Citizen, which is sort of the mixed arms, uh, the ability to, you know, be on the ground or in a vehicle or up in space. Uh, and so we are increasing our focus to make sure that the game experience now is, you know, 3.7, I think is probably our most stable uh, release today. <clears throat> but the game experience now is good and then is just improving as we go on. Um, so, this is what's coming up next. So in 
we are going to have the very first iteration of server-side OCS. So, so, and, and, and you guys didn't know it because we didn't want to spoil the thing, but the demo we, we ran this morning was running it, and this, what we're running right now, is running SOPs, and you'll understand why it's important as we get into the demo. Uh, assuming it doesn't crash, which, you know, you never know. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, to let you know, so, the, so it's the first iteration of the server-side OCS. So we have, uh, like, server persistence in the session of the server. So the server, whenever it, uh, you know, it leaves an area, it streams stuff out, it remembers the state of all the items and all the stuff that was there at that time. But it won't, it doesn't persist beyond the server session. The bigger thing, which we've talked about in the future, is sort of the iCache, which is the full persistence. Uh, so platform persistence is one other thing that we're putting in the 3.8, which is what was, is basically a halfway house to the very full persistence. But the platform persistence is going to allow us to save off the alpha UEC that you've earned. Also, any items or ships that you've bought or rented in the game are going to... So, they're going to get saved off to the platform in the same way that we record all your um, shop cash purchases. And so when a new release comes, we can re-entitle it back to the account in the same way we do for everything that you do. And the, the plan with that is to not have to wipe between uh, you know, iterative releases on a major release and potentially even from one release to the next. And you know, we do reserve the right if there's like a major issue or a major rebalance or we have to redo the database on a, a major release, then at that particular time, we may have to wipe it. But in general, the goal is to let you guys make money in the game, earn things, collect things, and not have it wiped every time we do a new release. So, so we're, and, and so we're aiming to ship that with, that will hopefully be, that should be with the 3.8 patch cycle. Uh, and now, uh, Planet Tech V4, which we obviously sort of unveiled at the beginning, and there was some really cool panels about it during the day, uh, which I think is gonna, I mean, just the quality of, the, I mean, not just Microtech, but going back to the old places like Daymar or Salon is whole new, <laughs> whole new world. Um, you know, one of the focuses we've got upcoming too, which is, which we've not particularly managed to show well this morning, uh, is the social group gameplay, but that is a focus for us to make sure that the FOIP and the VoIP and the group gameplay stuff works well. It's important for us to get stuff working for, you know, as uh, Sean mentioned, for the theaters of war, but just in general, playing, grouping up with your friends in the universe, doing stuff. Uh, and so that is a focus, and you'll see us iterating on that Thanks uh, for the follow. 3.8, uh, 3.9, and onwards. Uh, you know, more robust missions. So we've got uh, some stuff coming up in 3.8 that, uh, you know, is interesting. There's, you know, we're starting to introduce AI into some of the missions, like, say, the rescue the hostage on the 890, which we had in an ATV. We were showing a very early version of it uh, uh, that will be in 3.8, and there'll be some other ones along that line uh, of missions, and that's multi-part missions, which also what we're showing is sort of an early version of a multi-part mission, what we showed beginning and we're going to end with here, uh, that 3940 onwards. Uh, then, uh, 
sometime uh, around about middle of this year, I think. Uh, so full universe persistence. And that is the persistence that allows us to save everything, period. So you can take your coffee mug that you've got in the carrack. The old coffee mug story. Explore on a planet and drop it in a forest. Get back around your carrack, fly away. <laughs> and someone else could go to that forest and see this, that coffee mug. Or you could come back and see it if someone else hasn't stolen it. Uh, and so the, the, the and that, that, that iterates to every, every, uh, every, every dynamic item in the game gets saved off. So basically we save the state, it goes back to a cloud database. It's what we're calling the iCache. Uh, of course, there'll be some stuff like, you know, not, you know, I, we, we want to be smart where like people can't like stack a thousand turtles in a place. So obviously we'll, we'll, have, we'll have some policies on the items. So at some point when we're saving it to the database, we'll say, well, this is a low importance item. There's too many in this area. Uh, so therefore, and this one's been around too long. So we just won't bother saving that to the database. And then you'll just sort of be like, oh, you know, someone came along while you weren't there and uh, took the turtle or cleaned it up. Uh, but in general, uh, you know, it, so the permanent structures. So one thing that gives us is the ability for you as players to go around the universe and ultimately, you know, you want to create your own base somewhere, create your own homestead. You should be able to settle down and put a base there and it will be recorded back to the iCache and you can come back to it and it will be there and it, it will persist. Uh, and so I think the opportunity for emergent gameplay that comes from that is going to be fantastic because as you saw with what Tony was doing in his presentation before, we're going to have dynamic resources in the universe. We're also going to persist those. So they'll be finite. So there'll be only so much, you know, gold or hadonite or whatever it is on various moons or planets. And as they get mined out, then you'll have to find some other place and move to it. And there's a especially rich seam. I can see a group of players coming, setting up camp there and starting to mine the resources. And then I can see some other groups saying, oh, well, that, that's great. I want some of that. They show up and, you know, you basically have two groups battling out and then there's a whole business that's going to be involved in you know supplying more weapons or logistics or healing people or bringing you know uh consumables that people need so i, I think there, there's going to be this like dynamic evolving uh system that will be incredibly interesting and compelling and i'm really looking forward to that and that's enabled by the full universe persistence which is like i said the full persistence of all items ships characters and also persistent tracking of the resources. Um, and then the last thing, uh, which uh, we won't, I think, get to by the end of next year, but we'll be very close to it, is server meshing. And so everything we've been doing up until then, and that's when I think everything fully comes alive, is <laughs> the server meshing allows us to have a lot more players in the same area. But the, the work that we've done on the uh, kind of server-side OCS where you can change the point of view of the server arbitrarily anywhere around uh, and save off state is, is exactly what you need for server meshing because what happens in a server if more people arrive, say, I don't know, in New Babbage and you suddenly go, oh, you know, we can only run 100 people or 200 people or whatever the number we can simulate on the server uh, and there's now 201 people, you say, okay, I'm going to spin up a sec second server. Here's another view onto New Babbage and these players are on that and you just keep on spinning up more to take on the load in areas. And, and so that's why we needed the server OCS and the bank calling and the full persistence and it enables 
server meshing. So that's the next thing. Once we deliver the full persistence, we're actually already starting to work on the network side of what we need for the server meshing right now. But um, we're really excited about that because then that's going to allow a sort of dynamic, seamless uh, universe that won't have the same player count restrictions. Uh, and by the way, we'll also, with we don't know quite with server OCS what we'll be able to do, but we're going to start experimenting with some player counts in the future and maybe upping it because at the end of the day, if we're not simulating the whole system and it's a, a smaller subset of that, we'll be able to have more players. So, so we'll see in the midterm if we get more players into a server right now, but longer term server meshing is what's going to allow us to really have a fully dynamic universe. Uh, and then on the smaller things that we're going to be working on is obviously, you know, I've talked about the quality of life. It's an ongoing uh, effort for us. You're only starting to see the very, very beginnings of it. Uh, so we have some dedicated teams that just focus on the quality of life. We have a what we call the vehicle experience team that we're working on things to improve how it feels operating and, and running a vehicle. Uh, I mentioned that there was a couple of things like the look ahead, some small stuff that we showed in, in the opening, but there's a lot more stuff to come. And, also in terms of you know, the feel of combat and all the rest of the stuff. Uh, we're going to be adding, uh, obviously, more loops. I think next up, we've got uh, uh, sort of fueling, refueling, fuel collection. Uh, then it'll be salvage. More content, obviously. And then open up a bit. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right. So uh, now we've done that, we're going to head into our demo, but at first let's just recap uh, and, and uh, get a Todd Pappy up here with me, wherever he is. Hello, Pappy. Come on. Okay. Where's Brian Chambers? All right. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> let me go to the panel here. Uh, let's start with you, uh, Abdi, this time. Uh, any thoughts from what you saw there two years ago? Uh, they're in Manchester, um, compared to where we are now. Uh, what are your thoughts? Sorry about that. I was on mute. Mm -hmm. uh, this man is uh, is built on hope. Um, I I think a lot of people look at him and they 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 say that he lies, but I don't I don't see that from when I look at him. He's just he's the kind of person where and I'm kind of like this too, where like my friends are like, hey, the party's at six o'clock, and I'd be like, I'm I'm on my way. I'm like I'll be there right at six o'clock, and then I'm there at six fifteen. You know, like that's <laughs> I that's what I see when I look at Chris Roberts. He really wants to be there at that time, but it just doesn't always happen and i think that that's i don't know i this man is just built on hope um i i think it brings backers a lot of comfort to see him speak but as a person i mean who dropped off the game from 2015 between 2015 and now or not now but earlier this year um i prefer people who are professional speakers sometimes, you know? They can present the information in a way where it's just, and this is probably just me, and that's okay if it's just me, if everyone disagrees, that's cool, but like, I don't know, he just rambles. He rambles for so long, <laughs> and he could get to these points so much faster, and I don't know. Um, in terms of like what he was actually saying, you know, those dates passed. That's just that's just this game's way. That's just development, you know. Um, but I think that they're getting better at better at tightening up those uh, 
at uh, those um, do, do you roadmap think, Let me ask you outlooks. this. Do you think that maybe that is the compromise, though? Because the community does want to hear from Chris. And if you had somebody up there who spoke eloquently and well and got all the information out in a more concise way, do you, you know, and the reason why I'm saying that is because whenever Chris says something, right, if he posts something, if it's a spectrum, if it's a pillar talk or whatever, the community seems to, for lack of a better term, simmer down. You know, it seems like we, they do. We yeah, breathe, I've seen that. You know what I mean? We breathe and it's like, okay, but here's we heard the thing. from Chris, you know, is if, that if artificial I, didn't, scarcity, I didn't keep up with though? development. Is, is it what? Uh -huh. Is that artificial scarcity? Like, do they limit Chris's time with us so that we, <laughs> we get, we are in a drought? I think that, I think that that's a good idea though, because honestly, like I didn't track with the development around 2015 for a reason. Like all of those videos where Chris was talking, uh -huh. he would just ramble the whole time. And I, I just was not into that. Okay. Um, but then now you have these like star citizen lives and mm -hmm. or not star the ISCs mm -hmm. where it's highly structured, you know, mm -hmm. highly produced good, you know, good tidbits of content. And mm -hmm. I much more prefer that. And it makes it so that when he does put out a video, like once every year mm -hmm. <laughs> or once every, you know, twice a year or whatever, mm -hmm. I'll listen to him because okay. I can do that. Okay. But if it's every week, if it's a, if it's a weekly show with him, mm -hmm. um, maybe, maybe this is just like the, the comms person. Cause I work on a comms team. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe that's just me, Okay, but, uh, I just I see the the issues that people have with his dates and the issue that I see with his speaking ability and uh, you know that's not to say that he's not a great you know like visionary and and everything like that but mm -hmm. um I think that sometimes that can lead to some issues okay um but fair. that's me again that's me yeah no fair enough fair enough uh colossal 2019 oh, uh -oh. till now uh, I mean, major improvements, OCS check, um, you know, planet 3.5 tech check, uh, you know, ship rental check. Now we're at, um, where we're going into the future where we're going to medical gameplay mm -hmm. and it looks like we're going into industrial stuff. So it looks like the cargo ships are about to come out sometime soon. Mm -hmm. So, um, there are a lot of things, uh, we're talking about object containment. I mean, they changed the names of some of these things. Right, uh, right. so so there's a there's some major improvement between then and now and some people would say okay you know it, it's, it's taking a long time but once again you're building the game from scratch oh and two by the way so uh and plus you're building a game that you're that you're developing brand new tools and you're pretty much uh, uh now basically almost have the things that you need to go ahead and move on in, in, a, in a quicker pace so um i mean i get the, f the fact that chris roberts can be a, what i would say a little bit long-winded because i am too when i do my lectures um but at the same time <laughs> uh, but at the same time when when you don't i mean there was a time when chris roberts was on every other week or when he was doing shows early on with sandy and ben lesnick and things like that and we saw some of that even creep in there so now all of a sudden when you get him at the presentations i think a lot of people there on the flip side after i think a lot of people look forward to listening to him because just like griff said they haven't seeing him in such a long time to where seeing him for that period of a time if he goes a little bit longer gives him that assurance and it calms everybody down based off of and what that, i've yeah. seen 
And, which is understandable to me, and right. I, I agree with. I think it's actually better to do it that way, though. I'm right. saying that. I think that scarcity or whatever, you know, like, is... is It makes it so that when you do... When he does come online, like, people are, are wrapped. Like, they're, they are interested to hear what he has to say, and yeah. I, I I appreciate that. Yeah, there are several people that... that I mean, several people that, that people want to see. Chris Roberts mm-hmm. is definitely one of them. Ben, uh, Brian Chambers is another one. Tony Zervik is another one. Everybody's yeah. looking for Todd Pappy mm-hmm. and... um. And um, yeah, I think it I goes colossal. I think it goes back to when we had said that one of the things that we felt that CIG did well was when they did pillar talks, because mm-hmm. you had the heads of all the departments who I think most of the people in the community respect: Todd Pappy, Sean Tracy, you know, Tracy, uh, right? you know, Brian yeah. Chambers. Uh, even when Eric would come on, you know, I think that it was kind of like whether it was annually or biannually or quarterly. To yeah. hear from them kind of, again, it's almost like when Chris speaks. You know, we know those guys know what they're doing. They articulate mm-hmm. well what, what's going on in development. And it's, it's just great to hear from them. You know, yeah. I, I agree. Uh, back in the early days, yeah, when we had 10 for the chairman and stuff, and Chris was, you know, it was very frequent. Um, and I think Jade said something in chat a few minutes ago. No, it's better that Chris is worrying about dealing with the business more than this all this community relations stuff. But I also know mm-hmm. that community relations is important to hear from the visionary it's great to hear from the devs and the community managers and everything else but you kind of need that injection i want to reference morphologist's video again today please make sure you guys take a look at his video that he put out today about star citizen he said something that was important he said that there was a noticing that over the last year when we didn't have citizen con that there's been kind of like a slow decline that's taken place it's like whenever citizen con comes around we kind of get that you know that booster shot pardon the expression we get yes. that booster shot, you know what I mean? It kind of gets yes. everybody reinvigorated for the next year and to go two years without that. And also it's a booster shot from the community coming together, the physicality of talking with the developers, the yes. response afterward. It did, we did miss something last year. We really yeah. did. So I think it okay. does make a difference when we hear from them uh, and when it's yeah. articulated well, because even Tony Z, there's some people who love to hear from Tony Z and there's other people when Tony Z talks is too much. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that, and, and don't get me wrong; they're not—they're not public speakers. Don't get me wrong; they're not. No, they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're trying to articulate what they do. Chris is like that, you know, articulating what it is. That's in, how do you you know completely articulate a vision to everybody? Some people get it. Some people are like, yep. Chris, just show us the stuff. You know what I mean? You know, yep. <laughs> when you go to the convention, yep. people are like, okay, Chris, finish up that thing so we can watch the video. You know, that's how people yep. feel. You know, there yeah. are other people who can sit there and listen to him and listen to him and listen to him go on. Uh, yep. Tomato, what about you? Let's get your thoughts on this uh, this video. Well, with this talk specifically, uh, I'm going to talk about the like what he showed first, and then I'll talk yeah. about Chris himself, like you guys uh, commented on. But for, for this show specifically, mo- mostly it rolled out. It, it was uh, what we expected. It's what he said. Obviously, there was some delay in some pieces because of you know COVID and, and mm-hmm. because it's Star Citizen, there are delays. Um, but... We there were two spots that really kind of stood out to me, and these I guess are the more subjective sections there. But it's the improved social gameplay and the more robust missions. He mentioned that that was going to be more to do with being able to play with your friends and enjoy your time with your friends. Um, and I think right now VOIP is still not in a place where you can enjoy time with your friends unless you're using a service outside of the game. Mm-hmm. You could get lucky, but it's still it's not reliable enough to be able to just tell a friend, hey, let's jump into Star Citizen, mm-hmm. meet you at Port Olisar at 5 p.m., just send me a party invite, and then you guys both jump into the game, you get there, and then it's like, okay, well, let's let's open Discord real quick so we can talk. I think mm-hmm. that if they want to say, hey, we got good social 
social features to support group gameplay, they really need to focus on fixing those kinds of problems. And that might be a server meshing thing. We don't know, but I do think that it kind of sticks out to me when that is on there. Um, and being able to link together and send people money, that stuff is good, but it's still kind of, it's hurting mm. being able to try and play with friends, especially if you're new to the game. Mm. The other thing is the, the robust missions. And I think what most people would point to when he says that is the multi-part mission, which is what he referenced in that demo, which is the big one where you go down to microtech, you get a, you know, you get tools for the trade, you go and you do the mission and then you have like exfiltration, you deliver that somewhere. We kind of have that, mm -hmm. but we haven't gotten any new one of those since then. Mm -hmm. So obviously the tech they used for that mission is getting used in other places mm -hmm. and that's totally fine. That's why I'm not like, ah, oh, I want my data download mission. You know, mm -hmm. they, they don't have it. Um, but a lot of what was included in there in that robust mission set, mm -hmm. it, it, you don't really get that in the game either, even with some of the deeper missions, like a price of free, the, the price of freedom or, um, uh, active they, they boarding do. action, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Chris himself, I like hearing him talk. I really do. And I think he's in this position where he's so, he's so dedicated. He knows this so well that he wants to be able to share every detail of that with people. When I make my videos, I, I get defensive about start. I have to cut a ton of stuff from the script because I put in all <laughs> these details and I'm like, oh yeah, and then you can do this and then you can do that. And then this happens. And I'm like, okay, hold on. <laughs> It's got to, like, people are going to sit there and listen to this. You can't make it super long. I think Chris is like that, mm -hmm. but obviously for him, it's so much bigger. So he wants people to know every little detail of, like, yeah, you can do this. Yeah, look at that. You can hear it when he's, like, when you're, they're doing the demos, he'll just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys missed this. <laughs> but if, you know, it, it is there, and you're like, ah, ah Chris. I, I, remember, I remember the time when he was showing the video and they flew over the mountain with the little man. It said, welcome yeah. to CitizenCon. And, and mm -hmm. everybody was laughing because something had happened right before mm -hmm. that. And Chris stopped. Yeah. He literally did. And I'm not thinking, oh, you guys missed the guy on the mountaintop. You know? Yeah. He, he does. Exactly. He catches those little things. He, right. he does that. And that's Chris. He's very excited about it. But I think he also gets this fear that, one, if he doesn't explain it well enough, people won't back it, won't get on board with it. And two, if he allows people to understand how much of a how much time it could take not that it will take mm -hmm. but how much time it could take i think he's worried that people would get very scared so he does jump the gun he's gotten much better at it but he does jump the gun sometimes and say oh yeah you know even if he doesn't say a date we're hoping to get this you know around when this is also done and you're like he he told us he's like Modular missions are going to be in the game before persistence, but he also just said earlier this year that we're getting persistence likely at the end of this year or the beginning of next year, mm -hmm. and we don't yeah. have modular missions. Mm -hmm. He didn't Honestly. have to say that they would come yeah. in beforehand, but mm -hmm. now that he did, suddenly mm -hmm. it's not there. Mm -hmm. the, the the good of that is, I know sometimes you know some people with a you know feet in their mouth, but the the good thing about that is you're hearing that from the horse's mouth. And so no. you don't have Jared to sit there and try to control people because Chris Roberts is the boss. So when Chris <laughs> Roberts says these things that a lot of them aren't expecting being said, you're like, oh, so I knew it was going to happen. Thank you, CR. Thank you. I appreciate that. And then, you know. Well, yeah, but then if it doesn't happen, that that kind of that kills his credibility a little bit and yeah that's what i'm that's that. what i'm talking about with the whole it with the with the whole salesperson thing though like where a salesperson will say a thing and then the developers are like 
Yo, this takes longer, man. You can't say this kind of shit without like <laughs> talking to us. Please talk to us. We'll tell you that it takes longer. Please, you know. <laughs> Very true. Did y'all hear what Rammer said? Hmm. No. Said so. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard that burger somewhere off in the. <laughs> Oh god! Oh my god! Yeah, that whammer. Be upset with us, um, Griff, if we didn't also mention we mentioned Brian Chambers and the rest of. If we didn't mention mm. the lower lady. If we didn't mention who? The lower no, lady. The lower lady. Who's? Oh 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 um oh yeah, because Fast Card will be bent out of shape. Um, God, what's the woman's name? I think it was Sarah. Wasn't it? What is it? No, was not it Sarah. Sarah. No, not Sarah. No, 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 no. What's the? Who was it? What's the lady? Fast Card. Fast card, fast card. He, oh, he put Sai. He put Sai in there. Yeah. Sherry, Sherry, Sherry. Yes, Sherry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well, no, no. Well, yes and no because Sherry's under Todd. So that was the reason why I didn't we didn't mention because she's not on the pillar team. Well, she's a lot not of people look team. forward to hearing oh, from her. Oh, definitely. absolutely. Oh, yeah, because she has yeah. such enthusiasm for the Lord. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, oh no, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. One hundred percent. I agree. One hundred percent. Okay. Well, no, thank you guys. That was that was very candid, and I think those are those some good observations in relation to where we are now. I was yeah. excited because of iCash, because that was back when we were hearing about it big time, and now yeah. we know that they are there because this inventory mm. stuff is kicking in. Um, you know, Colossal mentioned a few things that were yes, we we got check marks on. And then Tomato, you mentioned some things, or Abdi, you mentioned some things that, you know, we're still not there yet, but we are. I, I do agree with you, uh, Tomato, about this year. I've kind of said that this year and next year, at that 10th year thing, we got to start seeing it swing. You know, I think yep. that's like the grace period. And I think that it's got to start becoming practical in, in players' hands. Um, I think if it goes beyond 10 years, you'll start seeing the stressors happen. I've been completely surprised, to be honest with you, at even the finances that CIG has been Dude, able to do over the fine. last year. It's crazy. Yeah. I, oh honestly, I honestly thought that this year we'd start seeing the decline. I really did. Mm -hmm. That was me personally. And I was really surprised at how well yeah. they've been doing. And somebody made a bet with me earlier in the year, will we hit 400 <laughs> million by the end of the year? And I was like, ah, I don't know. We might get close by. But you know what? We, we'll it's, get, it's getting there. It is really getting there. So I don't it, know what I, the number I, is, like, but I'm... It's like 380. <laughs> well, somebody, well, Fast Car, I mean, can you pull up the number four here, where we are right now? You got, you got this thing, you got CinemaCon next week. And then don't you got the... Uh, An the anniversary. An anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they may, they may do it. They yep. may do it. I I I thought, nah, that oh, might that's oh, a big geez, target. Yeah, do it. That was back when I, we I were like wanna, three forty two, three fifty, and now they're, when they're, those when those characters and those interests go back on sale, right? Off I know, <laughs> right? Yeah. I I kind of want to put it this way. So like, I have a friend, and she loves the game, and uh, super excited for Citizen Con. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that she said she was excited for is she's looking forward to get more ship uh, ship concepts. Mm, and wow. I was like. I was like, that's wonderful. I hope we get that. But the thing that I need to see, you got to understand, the thing that I need to see is gameplay. I need to see the gameplay. Because if this thing, if we're just getting JPEGs all day, what are we actually doing in the game? I love that. It's just like a oh, like a God. bless your heart kind yeah, of response. Right, exactly. like, oh, it's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> that's not me being patronizing. That's not me being patronizing. No, I know, I know, I know. We know, we know, we know, but we get, we get what you're saying. Trust me, we get it. We've all like, been of all I, the I things. Just, I just need the gameplay. Yeah, but see, mm -hmm. that's because, but again, that's where you are. And see, for her, yes. that's what she'd be she looking forward to. She want to see the cool ships. Right. That's cool. You know, that'd be, I mean, first of all, be, you and I would say we want to see the ship. 
not the concept. You know what I mean? At the right. very least. Right. Right. Yeah. She's yeah. still talking about concepts. You know, Straight like, to flyable. Yeah. Straight Straight to there you go. That's what we're looking time. for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, no, that, that, that's actually funny. Oh, by the way, Fast yeah. Cart put us in. 300, 387 million guys. They are 13 million away. They're going to do it. Yeah, between, 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 it. between Citizen they Con and the anniversary, between those two, they're going to do it. And it blows my mind. I swear that blows my mind. Did y'all see what they what they were talking about with concierge, too? You mean the new stuff? Uh, oh, yeah, wait, the new stuff wait. with concierge. If the backer money is reaching 400, then that means the investor money overall must be close to half. Yep. Right? Yep. God, the amount of articles. Oh my <laughs> God. Oh yeah, you know, you have to put those articles up around this yeah. time of the year, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. crap. It's Let gonna the be hate crazy. mail fly because it's going to fly here. <laughs> Half a million fly. dollars in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and mind you, this is, and this is honestly, if you look at the amount of people signed up, I think it's just 3 million, but we know that that's not how many people are playing the game. Imagine yeah. what happens when the game actually gets released squadrons out you know and, and the real because there's really no marketing no advertising other than the internal stuff you know what i mean so imagine yep. when there are ads I, I honestly i've pictured myself sitting at a, a movie theater and seeing the commercial pop up for star citizen that's, that's oh the for sure and then everyone's gonna I, look at me and they're gonna be like see. is this this was the thing and i was gonna be like i've yeah. been trying to tell yeah, so it's long. kind of like no, uh... you listen to me. You threw stones at me. <laughs> you see a dip. You see a little uh, a peek into that every once in a while, like a couple years ago when Henry Cavill posted the, uh, yes. the trailer of Squadron Forty Two, yes. and you saw people coming on his Twitter. Is this a new Netflix series? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's very true. You, you, right, they're yeah. gonna see Mark Hamill. They're gonna see. They're gonna see Henry Cavill. They're gonna, oh my uh, god! They're gonna see, yeah. Uh, Oh, What's boy. his face from? Uh, oh man, I, yeah. there's just there's so many people. Scully, I, that's not her real name. Yeah, but I'm it's so a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, no, you're right. You're <laughs> they're absolutely gonna, they got right. The star power. It's gonna. It's it's just they just need to put it out, and mm. uh, you'll see that money flow. Very true. By the way, if you guys have not done it recently, go to imdb.com. Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson. Sorry. Yep. Go to imdb.com. Look up Star Citizen and look at the actor role. It is unbelievable to see how many people that they have. That are going to be performing in squadron 42 so if you get some this, time check it out this might be a hot take mm-hmm. but i think they went too far with it really well, yeah yeah, yeah. i think there's i think the, it's too much i don't oh, think you need that many big big name people in, well, no, in a it's, game it's not well there are well i guess it depends on how many of them you're calling big name because i'm not calling everybody okay. on the list big name well, he there's just a lot of actors <laughs> okay i mean if i can name like six people on your cast and that's, i don't know that <laughs> many. but here's, here's the thing though here's the thing because we were talking about chris roberts right yeah as, as a person in his stage of a career and i can say this because i went to school for video production i went to school for film at a person that like as that's at his stage in his career he wants to see those faces it's it's for him you know like he mm-hmm. wants to make sure that he is elevating himself in his craft and film oh, is his craft too yeah. i so understand like, completely why he did it i have no hate for that mm-hmm. i have no hate actually at all i just i just i'm like <laughs> it's a lot we don't need that it's a lot. <laughs> but you know what that's that's the thing he it's he his needs game. It. Well, here's, yeah. his vision. here's the other side like, of the question person is his game look at who a lot yeah. of the people are too though a lot of the main actors are people he's had relationship with from yeah, back in the wing commander and they've really movie. right yeah. and they kind of i think a lot of them have said chris anytime you you know let us know you know what i mean not everybody mm-hmm. but especially those earlier ones like john rice davies Hamill, you know, those are people he's had a relationship throughout all his projects, but it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds. You know, people have even talked about, will there be a quote unquote star citizen film that comes out of all this stuff? Who knows what the deal is that's struck behind closed doors? 
with all Isn't Squadron 42 already episodic? It is. Yeah. It is. It is. Yes. George, it is. Please so, don't put a uh, movie in between the episodes. Then the episodes will take longer to come out. Please. These, this no. is like, this could be another cultural uh, universe. Like yeah. Star Wars. I mean, yeah. not, not like Star Wars. That's way too big. But like, you know, well, maybe. Well, you get 40K, you get things like Halo, you get like different small sci fi. Mass Effect has its own like universe. Mm-hmm. Star Citizen could absolutely be its own. There's enough lore there. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I really, yeah, I, I could see that being like, and I think it would need to be released to get there. But yeah. once it, oh, once God, it, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're talking, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 We're talking way down the road. Yeah. So we're going to talk yeah, yeah. about Star Citizen Con. No, because that's next week. We we're about 10 years right. down the road. Okay. Let's jump in. <laughs> let's jump into this schedule a little bit here. And guys, I'm just getting your quick overview because there's not a lot of detail that CIG posted. You all know that on the website right now, uh, there is a page for CitizenCon. They actually came up with a direct um, URL for it too. So you can just type in citizencon.com and that'll take you directly oh. to that now. Believe it or not, this year they did that. Um, I didn't know that. But uh, one of the things That's that they did this year was they broke it down for us. And of course they haven't they haven't given us all the times. And in my time zone, I think, see, it's, it starts at 10 a.m. If I'm remembering correctly, I'm central. So you guys can build your time zones around that, but that's the time that the event will start. Uh, they haven't told mm-hmm. us how long what the duration of the sessions are. Usually they're an hour long, uh, but they may be 50 minutes long, something like that. Um, but we're opening up with Chris Roberts, and this is the typical thing. Chris comes out, uh, basically does his opening, uh, talks a little bit about where things are. Sometimes they've shown us the video, like the one I mentioned earlier, the Road to release. Um, they've talked about that. We don't know if there's going to be you know, at this particular time in the show, there's some other things that come up too. Sometimes they will um, announce that something is going to be released that day of CitizenCon. Sometimes it may be the sale of a ship. Uh, sometimes it's been the launch. Like right now, we're waiting on 3.15. Uh, it's at Evocati. They may tell us next week that, you know, when you guys leave today, we're releasing it. I mean, I can't see that happening right now because it just got recently to Evocati. But that has happened in the past before where, you know, they've the, the new patch came out that same day. Um, Maybe to PTU. Yeah, in PTU. Yeah, in PTU. Yeah, not live. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me go to uh, Obdi on this one. Uh, anything in particular you're looking forward to with the opening this year? Um, I mean, uh, like you, everybody was talking about it. I know I, I said what I said about Chris Roberts. I, I mm-hmm. hope you all know, like, I really appreciate Chris Roberts. Mm-hmm. I The reason why I'm here is because of his vision. Um, I'm not backpedaling on saying that he isn't the greatest speaker i've ever seen (laughs) but but i do think that he does inject a lot of energy into the community and and i'm i'm a part of that i i'm excited to see the energy that he's able to bring to this presentation i'm i'm not sure what they're going to start off with if it's going to be i i feel like they can't i don't know I, I I don't know. We, we'll talk about predictions later, but yep. um, whatever it is, I, I'm hoping that it, that it is uh, impactful, um, and uh, that he brings that he that he turns up the hope. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's what we want to see. That's we want to see the vision, and uh, that's what I'm looking for here. Okay, Tomato. What about you? <clears throat> uh, I think Chris will come out. I'm hoping this will be the time that he takes to sort of tell us a little bit about how he's feeling about the progress. Tells us. I would love, absolutely love, if he was just upfront and came us came out and told us about the last year mm. and the challenges they've had with COVID mm. and how that may have affected their timeline mm. and 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 their predictions. I I would adore that 
Yeah. Uh, are, are you, do, do we have to drink every time he says unprecedented? Because everyone is saying <laughs> unprecedented right now. In these unprecedented times. Oh, uh, there's a lot of things that we're going to have to drink for at this event. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, it, I'm hoping that they do gameplay. I know there's a lot of back and forth about whether they're going to do it. I hope they do some gameplay. And I hope he just comes straight out and they just drop the 400 series or whatever they're going to call the origin ship on us right away mm. and just start out flying out of Orison, mm. catch a space whale on the way up to spin. Nah, uh, you could go crazy with it, but you, I do hope that there's a small You can come on the show anytime you want to, brother. 400 <laughs> origin anytime. Feel free to come on anytime <laughs> you want to. I like that. I like that. Whammer likes that too. Oh yeah, you can come on anytime. All right. You're flashing okay. those tomatoes at me, Whammer. <laughs> okay. Colossal, what about you? Chris is opening. Any thoughts? Um, I mean, I've, I would hope he would throw out a big, you know, you know, we're back, baby, type deal, you know, um, uh, type uh, of of a of an intro. Uh, I mean, maybe he can go ahead and throw in a little clip about how um, uh, COVID has uh, um, uh, helped his 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 brand grow or gotten close. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. they had to find another way to go ahead and put it together, and way and they were able to meet there uh, or at least able to attain some goals mm -hmm. throughout the whole entire process. So if they could spin that into a positive, I would, yeah. you know, that would be fantastic. Yeah. I'm looking for th I'm looking for. Um, I mean, other than gameplay, I'm looking for the creatures, man. Where are those bios? I'm looking for the creatures. I'm right, looking well, for the whoa, 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 opening, opening, right. opening, oh, opening. You give me the whole show. <laughs> if, if you can give me that at the beginning, are you at the beginning? Are you ready? <laughs> I'll be like, oh my god, I'm set. I mean, give me something. I mean, I, like he might say it. Like yeah. maybe, maybe he won't show, but no, he, he could sing, and then that'll bring the energy. You know, he wants I want to see, see gameplay of somebody on a whale. I want to see gameplay of somebody <laughs> seeing it. Uh, uh, you know, flying into it, ramming into it, something. Okay. You well, know? you know what? I'll buy that for a dollar because I would love to see honestly the first half of the show being showing what they've done that they've talked about in the past and then the second half of the show being the stuff that we don't know about the stuff that we don't know about that's what i would love to see to colossal's yeah. point it would be good to see the things that we know fawn has been done we know that some things that mm -hmm. are on the roadmap that are completed it would be great to see that in the first half and then blow our minds in the second half with stuff that we ain't ready you know that we don't even know about that would really be my they're gonna they're gonna show that thing. like that little like uh exo suit thing yeah tight, i can't remember <laughs> the they, suit, they're gonna bring suit. that out and everyone's just gonna go wow yeah <laughs> Okay, very and to cool. To top it off, you have an 890 on the water. Oh, Lord. Don't even. Oh, <laughs> no, we aren't even. We aren't even. We aren't even. We aren't even going there. Okay. They got boat parameters. I mean, <laughs> all right, let's go to the next everything. one. Life in the Verse. Uh, this year's biggest panel takes you on a guided tour of the current game verse. Join the development or the, the devs. Um, Life in the Verse. Now, I think this might be a little bit deceiving because it talks about a guided tour of the current in-game verse. And I don't know if they're saying current in the sense of what we already have or current as for them, what they're getting ready to implement. So let me go to Tomato on this one first. Any thoughts about that particular title? That's got uh, da -da 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 -da. Dave Haddock, Todd Pappy, and Ian Leyland. Those are all big guys there. Uh, any thoughts on that? Life in the verse? Yeah, this one confuses me, mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah, like you said, can you... Can you uh, expand it to read more. That's it. Actually, I guess that's just there, it. Okay. That ain't nothing else to it. That's all uh, on the page. Yeah, this one, <laughs> this one, honestly, they say the current, so I was thinking maybe they'll tour the system and talk about the things that they are doing to the systems that we're currently using. Um, 
going around to things like the cargo decks and maybe talking about the actual Sorry. use for it. I don't know. That that doesn't really make that much sense either, though. I'm, yeah. And a lot of people have also proposed that maybe it's the current, I think Morph might have said this, yeah. the current development branch. This is what it says. Join um, the developers to bring it all to bring it all to life to explore locations, systems, gameplay, and more. That's what the re the read oh, okay. part was. Yeah. I mean, if, if yeah, and more. Todd Pappy, right? You're dealing with the PU Persistent Universe, so I mean, I would rather see something on Squad Forty Two. Let's see. Mm, I don't think we're gonna see Squad. I don't 42. think it's gonna happen there. Not when they call it the verse. I I think the verse no. is always referencing the the. I know. You know I know. I'm just saying. I'd rather for that title to be stricken out and see something on Squad Forty Two then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I think I think people are sleeping on this one though. Yeah, you think so? I think it'll be more interesting than we think. Yeah, oh, I do too, because they got to kick it off. They got to kick it off, yeah. right? You and know. it's the biggest panel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not to mention, yeah, not to mention that. Uh, Abdi, what about you? What do you think about Life in the Verse? What would be really interesting is to show, like, what we know about the verse, you know, the caves, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff, but to see it in maybe a new light. Maybe, maybe this is talking about life that, you know, like maybe there's going to be creatures maybe there's going to be biomes that you know this is where it's at right now and and uh things that we we are already bringing to it um I, i'm assuming it'll be heavily produced especially mm -hmm. since it's kind of like the first talk after the intro okay. so it'll probably be like really beautiful vistas vistas um <laughs> and stuff like that so um i'm guessing this will be like the, this is the the board gamer uh like background section where he can use this stuff for for, for b-roll in the background you know <laughs> okay um it's like it'll be pretty and and maybe give us appreciation for stuff that we look past already mm -hmm. maybe mm -hmm. in the verse because i mean we we when you, it's just you come into the game as a as a new player and everything is beautiful and i think every now and then it's it's important to remember that because it it can kind of fade after a while when you mm -hmm. remember the 30ks and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. so my my idea is probably that this this will will bring all of us back to that like this game is pretty um and and i'd be okay with that that's totally cool with me because okay. um i'm always in awe of the beauty of star citizen so okay uh, i'm looking for Go ahead. i'm looking for points of interest mm. um I'm looking for those in the game. I'm looking for those that deal with the lore. I know we have the standard system, but we have a lot of things dealing with the, in the standard system that we need to be investigating, be looking at. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe they bring back, uh, um, was it uh, Tessa or yeah. have you? Mm -hmm. um, and, um, but there, I mean, based off of what you're seeing here, explore, explore locations. There's gotta be a lot of that exploration in the game that we barely see right now. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of, a lot of orgs are charting out systems. They're charting out planets. Mm -hmm. Um, so w we see at least a, a sense of what could happen, but I'm interested to see what type of perks they're going to put in the game, what type of exploration locations they're going to put in the game. Um, are they going to put extra, uh, you know, uh, lore in the game or are they going to put player generated lore yeah. in the game as well? Yeah. One of, so the, things one of the things that we talked about before that we saw in the past that they've been real quiet about now, uh, we talked about that Boreal creature, Boreal uh, the Stalker. Boreal Stalker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's been completed for a few months. Uh, they showed us the homesteads, right? They were showing us props and all this stuff. We haven't heard anything about that recently. Um, so for locations, I could see them starting to show us what NPC homesteads and buildings are going to look like. 
um uh, they, i could also start seeing them put in more like you said points of interest like you said colossal in game whether they be abandoned wrecks in planets or in space things of that nature that they start incorporating in in the next patch as well so i'm like i agree earlier with tomato said this this needs to be a good kickoff you know for the whole thing to kind of get folks interested in what's going to be coming up in 315. um let's go down to the next popular subject uh which is ship talk <clears throat> uh let's start with the uh, obdi on this one uh in this year's presentation, Ship Talk, John Crew, Ben Curtis, and Paul Jones reveal new and upcoming ships. They delve into their journey through production and provide some much anticipated updates about a fan favorite vessel. Um, let me go back to the 2019, which was the last time we had the Ship Talk. Three out of the four ships that they showed us are in game now. At that time, it was the um, it was the Rock, it was the Talon. <laughs> The Rock, the Talon, and what was the third ship? The Fighter, the Arrow, I think it was at the time. Um, oh. And then, no, not the Arrow. It was the Rock, the Talon. Who really? remembers what the third thing was? The, the, the You're talking got. about the, the concepts at the last the yeah, ship talk? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it there was the Raylan, I believe. Was it the, oh, yeah, the Raylan. Thank you. Yes, yeah. the Raylan was the other one. The one that we didn't get was the cargo ship that they talked about. And so that's the, the, was it refining or cargo? Yeah, it was the small refining I thought it was, thing. Yeah, the ship, I think. Okay, whatever that smaller thing was. That's the only one we didn't get. So three out of four we got. Um, here they talk about the same, basically the same thing, ship talk, same theme and everything. Uh, and, and also when you answer the question, your thoughts on that, what do you think the favorite ship will be? So Abdi, what do you, give me your thoughts. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like um, fan favorite ideas would, would could be banu merchantman you okay. know um i it's not like a ship that i have mm -hmm. um but i it, it is exciting to see ships that i feel like bring gameplay um or mean that aspects of gameplay are fixed okay. um so that's the thing that i'm most excited for to see here it would be really cool to see them talking about cargo in a way where it's like you know what we're we're looking to have that be something that is actually working or or, or better okay. um it'd be cool to see you know yeah refinery ships to see what that actually looks like um you know even just being able to like scoop up uh like like uh like gas mm -hmm. in um like you're supposed fair. to be able to do that in, yeah mm -hmm. so like being able to do that kind of stuff it would be cool if they can talk about functionality that that brings um gameplay and more than just bringing new ships that look cool mm -hmm. um ships that that bring that uh interesting gameplay factor okay plus what about you I mean, obviously, it's the Argo MPUV. I mean, got it hanging out there behind MPUV for winning that one. Uh, I mean, but it, it could be. Um, I mean, it could be a multitude of things. It could be. Uh, it could be the whole series. I would like to see something on the whole sea mm -hmm. um, that's out there. I would hope that they give us some type of visuals on the Banu Merchantman. Mm -hmm. I mean. Boy, it'd be fantastic if Brian Chambers can deliver that because I think that's coming from his department over there in, in Frankfurt. But uh, it'd be nice if if that comes from from the, their boo on you fast cart. That true merchant, it would be fantastic. It'd be also nice if they um, if they threw things about the Orion. Um, I think. Yeah, they, when do they start work on that? Has that already been? 
Oh, yeah, they already had that modeled that. out in game for a while. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they were changed the size a couple times, right. but they've had interior and exterior gray mm -hmm. boxes. Where is it at on the roadmap though? Because that's supposed to come out next year. See, that's the problem. They, yeah, they, there, are, there are eight ships that are unannounced on the board right now. Right. That's a and lot I, of ships. It's a lot I of think, ships that they could show. Mm -hmm. I think one more ship that I, I mean, fast clock. I'm with you, buddy. I wish the Endeavor. I wish, I wish, but I don't even see it in the next year. Um, I do think that the Genesis Starliner, I'm hoping that mm. is shown because Jerry keeps talking about it. He keeps talking about it. I was just about to say. You know, so that's the ship that I purchased. I told Griffin about that. I was going to get the ship because of reputation and blah, 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 blah. So I'm hoping that those ships, at least at least one of those ships, I got to be at least one for four on one of those ships. Okay. Tomato? uh yeah i've got I, i'm i'm picking from that group i've got the initial four that i was thinking they might mention were the orion the bandu merchantman um i'm just now drawing a blank the kraken mm. uh, or the mm. polaris mm. i think those are all big <clears throat> fan favorites mm -hmm. that i could see all kind of having a reason to be developed mm -hmm. i could also see them all a having a, a kraken you will be able. I don't to. know, but that you is something that to. they've. Yes. Yeah, the they've. Yeah, the owner, the owner can. I think the owner can. Yeah. I don't know about other people yet. Something. I'm really they curious recently... to see them start talking about that because of that functionality. That, mm. that's yeah. The kind of stuff but they that have. Like. This year, they've talked about the possibility of spawning ships inside of ships and how they're right. they're wrapping up efforts on that. So that's it, be cool. it it could maybe be a thing, and that would be huge if they were opening up the pyro system because people are going to need ways to be able to transport and have ships that they can spawn over there. Um, also going to go ahead and say maybe the whole sea. And I know they've been talking about the whole sea a little bit, and I originally was shying away from this because I was like, well, the whole series is a whole series. It's not a fan favorite, but the whole sea specifically is like the one that they kind of focus on. And with cargo being such a big thing, I think first quarter of next year, maybe they'll also start to show us how the whole sea will actually function. Like how are these arms going to get cargo loaded into them? The physicalized cargo, the cargo refactor, that's like a quarter away. It's two quarters away. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe they can fold that into the ship talk. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah, my predictions are kind of along the same line. Um, I think that the fan favorite will be the Banu Merchantman because they talked about going back into reconcept on it. And there's a, a bit of urgency, I think, for the dynamic of trade being implemented if they start bringing in the whole... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Cargo refactor? The AI thing. No, no, no. Oh, the economy. Quanta, the NPC. The quanta, yeah. the quanta and stuff, oh. right? So for traders, that would be a nice bonus for them to be able to get something like the Banu Merchantman in game. And plus, it's, it is a favorite. Um, I, I agree about your, your thoughts about the Orion Tomato only because I, I guess pros and cons on it. The pro is, is that it would close out that big loop for ships that we have for the list. Uh, if mm -hmm. they did the Orion, and believe it or not, the Orion was predicted to come out at the tail end of 3.0 or right at 4.0, whatever it was. <laughs> but uh, that doesn't mean yeah. anything. But I'm just saying it, it was at one point. That and the Banu Merchantman were all kind of lined up together. Um, the Orion would require so much gameplay, though, to that, come in. And that's the thing about mm -hmm. it, was I going to say first. But for a singular system, the practicality is not there. You know, to run an Orion, it needs to have some place yeah. to go. So it, I don't see the need. I agree with you about the Polaris, though. Because the Polaris is one that people have been crying about for years, and that would be <laughs> a nice larger military ship to come into the game. Um, we didn't talk about ships that we've seen. For example, like the Idris. We've seen that in-game, whether or not that they'll release that. 
there's the refining ship that people have talked about, uh, the rumor about the raft and the 400, whether those are legitimate or not. But all I know is that there are eight ships unannounced, which means that there's a lot of flexibility for what they could introduce uh, and mm -hmm. show us. I agree about the Hull series, though. Hull C is the most used ship in Squadron 42, which is why it's right. got to get done. But the cargo piece is an issue, but they've gotten past that now. Supposedly, they figured it out. A few months back, they talked about they were just trying to figure out how to do the physicalized containers and cargo. But the fact that we have all these cargo stations now in the game that aren't being used, they're just basically these empty spaces, unlike the refinery, which is being used. You start getting those cargo platforms in use, this thing changes dramatically. So I'm hoping that they'll start implementing that. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Klaus. I, I do have to mention, I mean, we're not really done with Stanton, right? We mm -hmm. we have Aaron's Halo. Right, right, right. So I'm definitely interested. I mean, just, you know, when you were talking about the Orion, mm -hmm. that's a, a very big belt for the mm -hmm. Orion to dive into. Mm -hmm. But I'm definitely interested if they could sneak in and show the Aaron's Halo either in Life in the Verse or even Space Talk. Mm -hmm. that, would, that would be great if they could just go and show us a I want to look at that gate and see where you have to go to <laughs> and traverse through between Microtech and back this, um, yeah. uh Crusader. That would, you know, which would be a good way to segue into pyro like to to talk about like we have jump gates working in stanton they'll be released with 315 i'm not i mean i shouldn't say that as if it is what they're saying mm -hmm. but like if they could if they could kind of show it as a as a proof and concept that they're that the tech is working um within stanton mm -hmm. that would be super cool and kind of build out that whole the, you know continue developing stanton in, in a in a way that makes it feel full it would be it would be you're right okay Gen 12 and multi-core Vulcan, multi-core Vulcan. We've been hearing about Vulcan and Gen 12 for a while. <clears throat> we delve into the nitty gritty details of G12. The new renderer being developed for Star Citizen and Squadron 42 utilizing the Vulcan graphics API with a particular focus on multi-CPU parallelism as well as improved flexibility for quicker feature, develop, future, feature development. We look, <clears throat> we'll look at, <clears throat> at why it was needed, its architecture and how this aids performance and we will give you an update on its progress. Tomato, starting out with you on this one, Vulcan and Gen 12, any thoughts? This is gonna be a good one for everybody who says they're not fixing bugs Thanks enough. for the follow. <laughs> yeah, a freaking burger. <laughs> <laughs> Just sneaking into my eardrums, like creeping me out. Yeah, this is gonna be a big one for the people who keep talking about how performance is the most important thing. Granted, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily gonna be the fix that everybody wants. Right. But it's definitely going to help. I mean, they've said it multiple times. This is going to help a lot with our CPUs, the way that it runs the game and how it handles the, the threading and using the different cores. Um, I think it'll be pretty dry, but it'll be full of information. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Colossal, any thoughts on the Vulcan Gen 12? I mean, I'm not much of an expert, but I mean, it's nice to hear Jared finally say, you know, uh, that sing that flash song, and he basically put the word, the letter N O in in front of it. So, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm interested to see how this is going to affect the star map. Um, uh, we know it's going to affect the inventory system. We already see where to see that, or or at least be able to see that around three fifteen. Mm -hmm. But I'm interested to see now. Um, the uh, like I said, these are the tools that they're starting to implement in place, and we heard a while ago that it was 15% done. Now we're hearing that it could be finished, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we haven't heard a definite yet, but you know, like I said, I'm from the previous video, it seems like they are on pace or they are done. Okay. So I'm interested to see how much of a change this is gonna bring uh, to the game in terms of this expedition, in terms of, uh, uh, of his gameplay, and I'm definitely looking for improvement on that star map. Okay, Abdi. 
Um, I, I think that uh, this is an important step to bringing more people into the verse. Mm -hmm. um, because my number one uh, issue that I have with my friends is that we built computers back in 2010 because that's when we were in college and like that's when we were, you know, playing games as much as we could. We're older now. It's harder to get uh, like uh, computer components and everything like that. So our, sh our systems used to be like Frankenstein's monsters, you know, where we have some parts that are running faster than others and things like that. Um, but if they could get it so that the game runs uh, really well, on most people's computers without having to do, you know, look up an optimization guide or something like that. If this actually leads to being able to say, hey, jump in the game. Oh, you only have like this CPU. That's totally cool. Let's mm -hmm. let's do it anyway. We can still play. Yeah. Um, I think that that would be super cool. Mm -hmm. um, and if they could demonstrate that in some way, mm -hmm. I don't know how. Um, but yeah, that would be uh, this is important tech. Mm -hmm. um, to that and to to bringing more people into the verse because you shouldn't have to have a 3080 ti right. to play this game right. you know you shouldn't yeah. have to do that in order to go to orison and 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 not feel like you're playing a powerpoint show right. um well i will so. i will say this i'm hoping that two things come out of this performance obvious always a good thing to get but being able to add more players into the game we do know yeah. that cig has done testing in the past where they've had 100 people in a server before uh but creating the stability and being able to not only have it stable but to be able to have all the things that are required, the inventory, all of that, that's where the juggling comes in, right? They can put a hundred mm -hmm. people in, but guess what's going to happen when it comes to inventory and a whole bunch of other things in the game. It's just not going to happen. So hopefully this is a step in that direction so that we could get, I would love to see the servers jump. Of course we, we would have as many people as possible, but even to jump to a hundred people or 500 people to me would be great in this game. But um, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully that'll be one of the topics that they'll, that they'll cover. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. that's even, even a hundred people yeah. would be, would be nice. Yep. And this combined with server meshing is holding back a lot. I hope these two things, I don't like to put emphasis on these things like mm -hmm. iCache persistence, gen 12 mm -hmm. server meshing. Mm -hmm. I hate to make it like build them up at all, mm -hmm. but I do really hope that these, these three things can make a big difference make for difference. that kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, Crafting Worlds, Planetary Tools and Tech, a big picture look at some of the new Planet Tech features being developed to help further bring Star Citizen to life. I'm gonna go first on this one and you guys can give me your feedback. Um, did I ask everybody about that last question? I did, right? Everybody did get to ask the last one, right? Oh yeah, about yes. Vulcan. Okay, cool, I'm zoning out here. Um, this one, uh, I, I tell you, uh, sometimes I think this one gets overlooked a little bit because when we think about tools, there's, um, you know, we kind of keep hearing about tools for years and years with these folk. Uh, but I think I was most impressed when they did the piece on weather. You guys remember a few years ago when they got into the details about how they were creating weather? I mean, literally like with weather zones and the height maps and all that stuff. I mean, you know, there, there's sometimes things you see in Star Citizen that are really cool on the surface, and then they take you even deeper in the vision, right? It's like, it's not just that you're gonna have this weather that pops up randomly, but it's actually freaking popping up because the temperature changed in that area. You know what I mean? I mean, you don't think about yeah. the game from that perspective. And so a lot of times it's very easy to miss that. We get caught up in the graphics, but we don't realize those graphics are not just some random roll of the dice. They actually happened because nighttime fell and the temperature dropped or something else happened in the game that caused that to happen. For some people that's too much, but for me, I look forward to that type of stuff that the game is actually built that way. 
Uh, Tomato, let me start with you on that one. Crafting worlds, planetary tools, and tech. Any thought? These people are some of the most interesting to me. And mm -hmm. in, in I really, really enjoy the the systems of this game the rep the, the the way that reputation quantum and the mission system are going to interact with each other blow my mind i love that but the way that they build planets in this game is i think something that is so clearly unmatched in the rest of the industry mm -hmm. and the way they think about it the way that they're doing it the systemic way of building these high these humidity and temperature maps and I mean, talking about the possibility of even seasons changing based on the orbits and stuff mm. is just, it's, it's incredibly interesting. And the fact that they've, the Planet Tech team feels like it's the first team that actually took all of their tools and got it to V1, mm. like ready to launch into a real game kind of status. And since then, it's been a year and they've just been blowing that away. I did a video on it a couple of weeks ago and they've introduced to us rivers, yeah. um, the possibility of lava basins mm -hmm. canyons rock arches fauna mm -hmm. um settlements npcs on the ground like all these things can go on planets and this team's only been working for like five years six mm -hmm. years and now they got montreal so mm -hmm. i'm super excited to see what they talk about here because i think this this is one of the teams that is excelling the most in terms of pushing the bar compared to all the other teams and I don't think people are going to be, a lot of people for some reason aren't that interested in this. I don't think people are going to be disappointed if they watch it. Mm. Okay. okay. Abdi, what about you? Um, yeah, I guess I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to just more information about biomes, mm. um, more information about uh, the varied aspect of what uh, a star system should look like. Mm -hmm. Um because right now we have kind of a samey thing going on. Mm -hmm. Lots of rocky, you know, planets. I think, I mean, uh, Hurston is cool because mm -hmm. uh, it's junky and, it, and <laughs> you can see cacti and stuff like that mm -hmm. if you look closely. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, and cool. you're right, right. But like, I mean, I think all of us are looking forward to seeing a Kashyyyk style planet, you know, mm. like seeing jungle, jungle planets mm. yeah. or, or, you know, like, uh, you know, true sand planets or something like that, where it's mm -hmm. just like true deserts with, mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, like, uh, dust storms and stuff like that. And, um, I'm really curious to see how they're pushing it. Cause I know that they are, and I'm, I'm, I'm just not exactly sure. Like the, the snow stuff that they have going on is super cool. Mm -hmm. Like the way that it affects your armor and, and all of that. So, mm. um, I'm looking forward to seeing how they're how they're pushing it in other directions, not just the ice and and snow and rocky right. and all that kind of stuff, but you know, seeing trees and forests because that that all has to do with like how you're flying through the system. Like let's right. let's say you got these big jungle trees or something, and you're you're weaving your M50 or something like that <laughs> through all of them. That 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 could be dope stuff. So mm -hmm. um, that's the kind of stuff I'm hoping for. Okay, colossal. I mean, those are all spot on point in terms of um, what Abdi is saying. I'm interested in seeing all those. We uh, we saw a video a while ago with them talking about the water tech. Uh, we saw them talk about uh, trying to implement things like maybe lava. Uh, we Hopefully we see that, we see pyro, hopefully, mm -hmm. if we do see pyro in, in here. Mm -hmm. um, I, I guess, uh, you know, on the flip side of it, I'm looking for more of, when I think of tech, um, I'm in glad turbulent. Is it, is it turbulent that's in, over there in, in Canada, I believe? Mm -hmm. um, I'm interested in seeing what they're doing. They're seem, they seem to be pretty excited about the work that they're doing uh, and pretty, pretty much appreciative of what CSG is allowing them to do. 
Um, I, I'm interested in seeing on the flip side, Griffin, I don't know if it has any relations to what was, what is talked about right now, is the tech that's also in the ship to detect all the biomes and stuff mm. that we're going to see in game. I'm looking for that avatar type. Uh, we're talking about the Disney movie Avatar. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm looking for that type of technology that we have today. We already saw some videos, especially dealing with the, I'm giving you some examples, um, the Constellation Andromeda. You saw those videos of those uh, uh, MFD screens with different mm -hmm. types of bars and different types of colors and stuff like that. I'm looking for that type of stuff. I'm looking for 3D types of mapping that's going to help us determine what type of biome the, the system is, what type of fruits, what type of vegetation is going to be in there. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for all of that type of stuff that goes along with the type of planet tech. So we're going to get the planet tech, which we already see right now in, in, in a lot of ways, and we'll get deep, uh, deeper with the lore with that uh, and the development of the game. But I'm looking for that type of nerdy geek tech technology that's also going to take us to the next level of saying, wow, these people are really, really, really impressing us, not only just on the uh, development of the planet side, but the tech mm. that's also used to, to observe it. Mm, okay. Yeah, um, my, my wife is a, is an ornithologist, so she uses she's had to use uh, um, programs like ArcMap GIS. Um, mm -hmm. And if you are in that field, you know how terrible that program can be. But like mm -hmm. the idea of looking at a geographic map of a location, like with with um, um, like uh, altitude and all of that, and seeing how that that can bring in like different types of animals depending on you know what kind of biome they're in right. based on all, oh man that all that just i cannot wait till that is a serious part of this game it would be great i'm surprised colossal you didn't mention what we've been talking about for a while and those of you who have played icarus will know what i'm going where i'm going <laughs> with this uh have you have you played it obdi have you played icarus i've only watched all You've of you play it, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it, it so join the discord and you can see some some uh some awesome icarus content. tomato have you played it <laughs> no i have uh, not one of the cool things that icarus has going for it is it's quote unquote dynamic weather now mind you it is not as detailed as star citizens trying to go it's not about temperature changes and all this other stuff but they do have what they call weather events and basically you'll be out minding your business doing something. Then all of a sudden you get an alert on the screen telling you that there is a weather front coming in. Colossal will tell you these weather fronts are no joke. When they come in, <laughs> I don't care what you're doing, you drop it <laughs> and you go somewhere. <laughs> That's how serious it is, especially if it's one of the flash alerts because you only get a couple of minutes before you have to find shelter. Uh, lightning strikes, serious lightning strikes that possibly <laughs> sometimes if they hit your house, your house catches fire and you're trying to put your house out while this storm is going on, or it strikes the forest that's next to you and the forest starts to burn and the and it moves <laughs> from tree to tree. And you're like, oh God, please let this thing get put out before it gets to me. Um, things such as if you have a campfire going outside, if a rainstorm comes in, it puts out the campfire. I mean, it will be great to see dynamic weather whether they yeah. be violent storms. You know, we saw it a few years ago with the sandworm when the sandstorm came in. We, mm -hmm. and it, it, we visually have it, but we don't have all of the physical effects that would happen to us. In the winter biomes, you do get the cold. You do get the little mm -hmm. struggling to walk a little bit. But I mean, I would love to see even more, like you guys have been out there before at night on a moon when the temperature mm -hmm. drops below the 200 minus Celsius. You know, I mean, that all of that weather dynamic, tornadoes, her, uh, I would love to see all that stuff start to become a factor in the game. And we've been having fun with it in Icarus and we're always saying, mm. boy, we hope it's our citizen, but we know that Chris pays attention to all that stuff, whether it's Valheim, yeah. Icarus. And so I'm sure he's going to glean from those things. And also mm -hmm. the one thing that's good about Chris, 
George Lucas was like this too, not to make that big of a comparison, but they take people who are good and get their mm-hmm. ideas and then push them to think even beyond that. So hopefully mm-hmm. what we're christening them come up with is even bigger than the stuff that we've seen that's out there right yeah. now. So I'm hoping that's what happens with that. Yeah, if you want to the see thing that I like, oh. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just basically saying, if you want to see somebody burn down a house, call Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, well, wait a minute, wait, 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 let me tell you the story real quick. We had, <laughs> Colossal had just built this really cool, he had started working on this house, right? And, uh, and we didn't know that stuff was really dynamic in the game. We didn't know completely that everything was dynamic. So when the storm was coming in, something was happening. Colossal happened to run too close to the campfire. And when he oh. ran through it in the game, like a lot of games, he caught fire. Well, he did, <laughs> But then his house wasn't finished. He proceeded to run through the house to the other side oh. and set the floor on fire as he was running through the house. So then the whole house caught fire. And he didn't even realize <laughs> that we didn't even know he had set the house on fire because his feet were on fire. So, you know, it would be really cool to Griff see stuff said, like that. Colossal, you on fire. You on fire, go to water. So he, I just ran straight right into the, the water lake. and ran through the house. <laughs> Burnt the house up completely. Burnt the house up completely. Okay. And, and here's the Emerging thing, though. When you gameplay. talk about that, you're talking about systemic issues, like systemic development, but you're also talking about gameplay. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that would be so cool to oh, see yeah. during this kind of thing, where, like, systemic uh systemic development mm-hmm. leads to interesting gameplay yep. and that's man that i can't wait that is good yeah. stuff and the uh destructible environments is something that they've been working on and oh yeah Ooh. bending bending foliage as you walk through it destructible Ooh. plants that's a fire whole... propagation so we talked about this last week when we were talking about salvage and stuff and maybe you guys can give some quick thoughts and we'll try to make it quick because i do want to get on this next subject because i know this is going to take some time Mm-hmm. You talked about destructible. How destructible is destructible? We talked about this with the panel last week. Um, and some people said that we kind of felt that there needs to be like a happy medium because there can't be just a complete obliteration. You know what I mean? Of an NPC village. Uh, and at the same time, maybe it's taken to the point of a ruin and then they incorporate mm-hmm. the whole quanta NPC thing in so that they build it back slowly or something like that. But what are your thoughts about that when it comes to destruction in Star Citizen? Do you think that they should, you know, cause I, you know, I'm thinking about how some games are fully destructible, you know, but mm-hmm. the, I don't know if should Star Citizen be at that level, not to mention God detected yes. it would probably take to do it. Colossal yeah. says, yeah, he likes to see everything. You like to see the world. You're a Sith. You like seeing the world burn anyway. I'm so a then... Sith. It should be total and utter destruction. <laughs> I mean, but that's why you have what the the pioneer. That's why you have the pioneer. Bring the pioneer game and rebuild your 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 establishment. But yeah. Yeah, I want to see the A2 blow the bejesus out of an entire base and everybody's face. You know how it was when I ran through that house grip. Yeah, it right. was like complete right. and utter. Ah. Yeah, you learned a lesson. Like, yeah, we oh. all learned a lesson. Yeah, we all learned a lesson. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> and it was devastating when I did it the second time. Yeah, right. I was like, everybody's going to throw me out. They're going to throw me out. So, yes, I want to see utter destruction. Colossal, and I see, Colossal yes. was eating a lot of humble pie, y'all. You don't know. He was eating a lot of humble And nobody could scream at him because he built the house. So you couldn't really yes. scream at him. You know what I mean? Because he <laughs> built the house. See there? Just had to watch on in silence. <laughs> Everybody's like, it's okay, Colossal. It's okay. Grit your teeth, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. I love that. Yeah, it's so it's so fun though, because when I think of when I think of destruction, it reminds me of back in the day when like you remember Red Faction, yep. the game, yep, Red Faction, and then also uh, Battlefield, Battlefield Bad Company Two, where that introduced destruction into the Battlefield series, mm. um, in a way where it really felt really interesting to see a, a house come down mm. after it just got peppered with like with uh, with like uh, like tank, yeah, you know rounds or something like that mm. um it's it, and the interesting thing especially going back to red faction is seeing how it was progressive because i feel like there were times where they were like all oh, right you know we'll add a little bit of destruction and then more and then like complete mm-hmm. um where like people were building caves into the side of rock faces just by using rocket launchers and stuff like that and like that's i mean that's interesting stuff it is explosions so t- thank by the way excuse me thank you all of you all who just did the host for me sorry if host isn't popping up in my in my browser but i hear you guys chiming away thank you all so much for the hosts we we appreciate that yeah you said you want what class oh well, not to be we won't even get on isc last week because i was smiling my face off when i saw that bomb drop off that a2 last week i was really <laughs> happy about that thank you zulu group okay let's get into this next one server meshing and the state of wait did we skip over space on that last oh, one did I, i'm sorry did i miss you space uh, no, 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 he, he commented. I don't think I really didn't you on this one planetary. You didn't talk about tools. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the destruction stuff. My bad, my bad. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we get on a hold of the subject on that. He was the one who brought that's it true, up. He's the one who brought it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, server meshing and state of persistence. Discover the transformative technologies of server meshing and persistent streaming. Uh, a deep dive into the technical architecture of these key core initiatives that will enable a truly massive, scalable, and persistent world. Uh, Colossal, starting out with you on this one. Server meshing, state of persistence. Are we there? That's the question. Are we there? Oh, are we there? Okay, I was thinking. That. I mean, are we? Are we? Are we going to hear? That's okay. You, it, it pops in and out, Tomato. You're good. It, so, I mean, I guess my question is: Are we going to hear we've achieved it, or is this going to be like a we're ninety percent, we're eighty percent? What do you think this is going to happen? I'm talking about the sense of not not right now. I'm saying, are they going to announce that they have? That, that's that's one of the hurdles you know we talked about iCash being a hurdle server meshing's always been known to be a hurdle do you think they're going to say that we we've kind of got it locked down no okay uh, not not what not in this current state i mean it'd be wonderful i, say, I, I didn't say it's current state i didn't say it's current state i'm saying are they going to announce next week that we have beat the monster finally yeah i i would say i mean it, it'd be i'd be it'd be great if they did okay. i don't okay. have any any faith that they would okay um, I usually don't see that. Usually, in the in the in any game development, mm-hmm. as it is, whether it be an alpha or even early early beta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it would take beta for for you to sit down and and recognize that part. But when if if a game's in a, in an alpha development, mm-hmm. I haven't seen any developer even come out and say, "Hey, we have it set up. It's an alpha. Go okay. play it." Okay. You know, so I don't. Do you, here's the question. Nice. Here's the question for you: Are we anywhere near being at beta? Hmm. <laughs> no. Okay. Because you brought up beta, I'm just curious. Are we near yeah. beta? So you think beta is I mean, near? Maybe a year and a half away, maybe a year away. I, 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 okay. would, I would say less. I would say less than a year. Okay. I mean, but we, I think we had those predictions in, in several shows back. But okay. um, I, we'll talk more about that when we get to the predictions. I guess. Oh, okay. Let me go to tomato. Let me throw that at you. Server meshing. Any thoughts on it? And I'll throw the same question to you too. Are we near beta? No, not even close. In my opinion, no. Um, I don't think 
they'll have so i i don't know what to expect to be honest i've been talking to a couple people there and it's it's been all optimism mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. Every time I've asked anything about server meshing or anything that has to do with it, mm -hmm. I've talked to a couple people about some of the tech that was being worked on before they were brought into Star Citizen and how that's being used in the game and, and you know, they're being brought on because of that. Um, and everything that they've talked about in terms of how it's being applied sounds positive, sounds good, and they sound excited. But everybody in the last three months has been like, wait for CitizenCon. Mm -hmm. Wait for the talk at CitizenCon. You're going to get the info that you need at CitizenCon. So I don't know what they're going to tell us, but I do think that it should be at least a good roadmap towards when we can be expecting or what they need to do for us to be able to expect it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go into it expecting good, like particularly good news. Like, oh, we got it working. Oh, this is great. I hope they found a way to display it to us in some way. I don't, I've been talking to some people and it sounds like that would be hard to do. Um, mm -hmm. but it would be nice if they could. Otherwise, I still think it's a, a little while out, probably three quarters. Okay. Okay. Abdi? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's one of those things where I feel like uh, maybe looking at the ships that would help server meshing be, you know, or would, would make sense to come alongside server meshing would be a good way of seeing kind of where we're at. And, you know, like big ships like the Orion, stuff like that, not really on the roadmap until next year. Like, uh, like I don't remember exactly what quarter, mm -hmm. but I think like mid next year or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I would expect that to come along with having more people in a server. Cause like, what are you going to do? Have like 40 people in your Orion or something like that. And, <laughs> and that's, that's the whole server. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like that that's a pretty good way of, of judging, but at the same time, um, the thing, there's so many assumptions that I have about server meshing. Mm -hmm. I, what I'm really looking forward to is having those assumptions cleared up because people talk about server meshing in a way where it's like, it's going to fix the game. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's the case. That's an assumption, mm -hmm. you know, like, and, and maybe it's a good assumption. Maybe it's an educated assumption, but hearing it from them would be really nice. Mm -hmm. um, like we've, we've seen that, uh, you know, when testing server meshing, you know, these states work better or something like that you know hearing that from them would be would be really great or maybe maybe it's just that like other systems can come online in a better way with server meshing um either way hearing it straight from them would be would be better because I, I have a feeling that um that that's the kind of stuff that they might be able to clear up on a panel like this okay okay well here's my my two cents and it's it's not going to be my prediction but it will be i'm leaning toward the fact that the fact that they decided to highlight this topic says something because they don't have to. Um, the fact that they are making a specific session about server meshing. I don't think, cause you know, this isn't about educating us as much as it is about where are we? And so I'm kind of hoping that this is like, we know what we need to do now, you know, and that we're close to having it done and that, mm -hmm. and, and that they may even say, this, if you remember a few, when, when Tony Z did his piece, he said, we are going to start implementing iCash. We're going to start in bringing it in on the next patch. And they have started doing that. I'm hoping yeah. that that's what we're going to hear about server meshing that, you know, I've seen some weird one. stuff though. Like, mm -hmm. like, uh, dark Knight. uh, I think he's in chat. Maybe, maybe not, but mm -hmm. the other day he was playing with soul citizens during a Xeno threat and the player count, 
uh, showed like 91 people yep. or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. So like I I wouldn't be surprised if they've been you know sneakily testing stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, like seeing that screenshot from him, I was like blown away because I was like, yeah, they they really are just like testing this thing out there you know and there's another reason why there's blasphemy black and blasphemy there's another thing too (laughs) that's a factor with server meshing and this is something that is crucial for pyro to come in they really need to get server meshing together because they Mm -hmm. need to be able to do that handshaking and changing off stuff from locations because they can't they can't keep it on this structure that they've had now and for it to have good performance so they've got to be able to do the handoffs of locations and data and without server meshing to even think about putting pyro in would just be crazy. So to mm-hmm. me, if pyro becomes a factor for next year, I think we're going to see pyro this week. We're going to, you know, I mean, obviously they could show it to us because it's not a big deal to show it to us, but I think right. for us to enter into it, if it's within the next year, it, then server meshing has got to accompany that without it. I think it's, it's I think pyro is just not a, a happening thing. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I apologize for interrupting. Yeah, I was just reading what black intellect say. He said, can I get a jump gate? And a loaded <laughs> oh, No, he didn't. 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 He said it. He said it. We're almost at the. We're almost at the end of this. Uh, the sounds of space. The mad minds behind Soundscapes of Star Citizen take you on a guided tour of the latest developments and in innovative a new audio tech that truly brings the verse to life. Uh, Updi, let's start with you on this one. Sounds of Space, what are your thoughts about that? Do you, is this one of those ones you care about or is this kind of like one of those like, ah, go get my, go make my lunch right now while this is going on? No, man, like mm-hmm. n- no joke. This is uh, this has been a, a thing in the Star Citizen community for a long time. I, well, I, I can't say this with any certainty, but if this is what I hope it is, it would be cool if they were talking about um, have you seen those YouTube videos where uh, people like have taken the sound in Star Citizen and have like remodulated it to sound like, oh, this is what it would actually sound like <laughs> if you were in a cockpit in space? Mm, yeah. Have you seen those? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't know. I I don't know if this is new audio tech they're working on, like like a little thing you can go into the settings and do like mm-hmm. you know space space sounds or mm-hmm. something like that i don't know i'm not an audio engineer uh but like i i have a feeling like either they'll talk about how they do what they do already mm-hmm. or maybe they're talking about adding some options in so that people that are really have been clamoring for like you know i want to hear like the muffled mm-hmm. you know like like I, I don't know that that wasn't me beatboxing, but um, oh, I thought it was but, pretty good. Uh, no, I, I, <laughs> hey, if you want me to beatbox, I can beatbox. But like that wasn't it. Um, uh, but like, uh, yeah, I would, I'd be super excited to see if that was a thing because they're talking about new audio tech. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It could just be like, and like you know, the space whale in mm-hmm. Orison going. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I love these sounds. Yeah. Brent. They should just use these for the game. This is actually. Good. I'm going to send this to to CIG and see if I can get a job uh, as the, as the space whale. <laughs> the credits. <laughs> the Col- space whale. Colossal. Anything about you, Colossal? And sounds of space. This one got your attention. Uh, I mean, we're still waiting on sonic booms. I mean, I'm in Florida, and I've heard plenty of sonic booms coming from <laughs> um, the space shuttles coming going coming back into. Um, um, 
coming back to land from space. Uh-huh. So I, I don't. I think they did say that they were not able to produce that or were not going to produce that. I don't know. I can't remember, but there was something on that <laughs> um, in terms of sonic booms. I am interested. I mean, maybe they can call NASA. I hope they've gotten in contact with NASA or even Russia or China. It doesn't matter. And 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 had some you know examples or or some samples of some sounds. I know they produced their own. They had we saw several videos of them producing sounds and things like that. But hopefully they've got an inside scoop or how it actually sounds of opening a cockpit or even the air dock mm. um, or things mm. like that. I'm interested in that. I'm still waiting on the red alerts. Mm. Still waiting <laughs> on those. Yeah, uh, that'll be fantastic if you can get that because I mean I've driven the Carrick and if you haven't seen the interior of a Carrick when it's red alert, guys, yeah. you see all the mist. It is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So. Still waiting on those types of sounds as well. So, okay. okay. Any tomato? I am hoping for a couple different things. The what Abdi was talking about with with the ability for them to simulate sound. That would be. I would love for them to see that. There's a lore explanation. Do you guys know about the lore explanation for why we hear sound in space in Star Citizen? No. Mm -mm. Told it's a... like a. Oh, sorry. Go for it. No, no. If I mean, if I don't know if it. I'm right, so I I, I, wow. I think I'm I'm just making it up. I have no well, idea. Well, they they have they've talked about how the ships and the suits can simulate the sound and allow you to still hear these things even though you wouldn't. Which you know, it's like it's an explanation for something that sh it, it's like it should be a game. Nobody wants to like get kicked out of their ship and be floating around in space and just not hear anything. It's cool, but you still you're missing out on everything. So. I think it's a cool idea. I would love to see how they're working on implementing the idea that when that power or that electricity gets knocked out in that ship or those suits, how you start to lose that simulation. And we do start mm. to hear what you're talking about, Abdi, because I yeah. think that'd be cool for them to maybe start touching on that. That's super extra. That's polish. Mm -hmm. But I'm yeah. kind of I'm I'm still trying to figure out like what's the audio team going to talk about because they've talked about implementation tools. They've talked about the industry standard wise tools. They've talked about their own. Um, process of recording and stuff like that so maybe they're just starting to talk a bit more about how they're applying these sound designs to newer scenarios such as maybe the new quantum engine noises that they're going to be working on or spacecaping and what they might do in noises that are in these clouds and in these places like yeah. like the coil i don't know you just went where i was going to go i'm looking more for this to be about sound design um mm -hmm. and the new air like for example and Klaus will touch on this a little bit like you guys remember how like on the uh, in star wars the millennium falcon when they were approaching their destination there would be an alarm that would go off when han was sitting in the back with the chessboard he would hear this little chime go off that would say we're, we're we're about to come out of quantum i like the fact that right now when we're in quantum and you're five hundred thousand kilometers out or whatever you can hear a shift in the quantum drive right but I would love to yeah. hear something else on the ship that's, you know, an announcement that says, you know, reaching destination in two minutes, you yeah. know, something like that. I, I, those little quality of life things, Colossal mentioned about like when you have an alarm, the alert goes off on the ship, on the quantum, so here's something that's going off as the alarm, an alarm that's chiming something, because we've got the visual cues. But I also love those things that happen that have to do with sound that trigger you just as much as if you were looking at a panel. So I'm hoping that some of the sounds that we start to hear more are more in line, particularly when we're flying on ships that give us those audio cues that go along with vis visual cues as well. But um, mm -hmm. I'm sure it'll be a lot more than that. So it's, I think it'll be an interesting session. All right, two more to go. I think so too. Yep. 
uh, systemic gameplay of stream stream of thought. Now, <laughs> this is one I know a lot of people will be looking forward to. Uh, Tony Zervik leads a wide-ranging discussion with Rob Reininger, Ben Reininger, yeah. Dorsey, and Luke Presley about upcoming features like selling used items, local inventory, the convergence of the reputation and mission systems, why physicalized cargo is so important, the next couple of dynamic events, and more. Tony will also give an update on how efforts to integrate the first few bits of quantum simulation into the game are proceeding. Sorry about that, but that was cut off. Okie dokie. Uh, let me start off with Tomato first on this one. Um, what you got any thoughts about Tony's session? To be honest, this is the, this is the panel that gets me excited for that first one. Because if, if the fact that they're saying that that other one is bigger than this means that this that must be a very exciting panel because this one sounds super interesting. I mean, mm -hmm. they touched on a lot of topics there that people have been waiting for for a long time. Selling stuff mm -hmm. is huge. That's huge, especially mm -hmm. with loot coming in. Mm -hmm. um, local inventory, that makes sense. The convergence of the reputation and mission systems, not something I was honestly expecting. Mm -hmm. I... I am really excited for that. Like that's something that I've been hoping they would go into more depth about. I tried to do a video on it earlier this year and was was found myself struggling to find good research materials. I am excited to hear about how more more about how they're going to work the mission system, reputation system, the gating, the rewarding, and all that kind of stuff in together. That's exciting. Finally, quantum. We've seen it twice now in the hex interface. I do hope that when they bring quantum into CitizenCon this time, they give it to us in a more tangible way that we can actually grip and, and feel. We've we we saw that with the video this summer, kind of. There was some back and forth there, but I do hope they find a way to better show us it working on a broad scale as opposed to just with one person flying around. Mm, okay. Okay. But this is going to be a super this the amount of stuff that they could get into with this panel besides what they've just listed there mm -hmm. um with the names that they're bringing in rob and tony <laughs> together is already huge and i think there's um who else was, was on there it was uh oh, uh gosh, ben dorsey and luke, yeah, ben luke presley and luke presley mm -hmm. and luke Pre those, wow. <laughs> every single one of those names are like leaders yep yep like full-on leading their own team. So the amount of information that could come out of this talk is, is huge. Mm -hmm. And I hope they don't do too much talk. And I said that in the video, mm -hmm. I hope they show more than they talk, mm -hmm. but if they do talk, I hope it's interesting stuff. <laughs> okay. Abdi. Yeah. I have a feeling that like, uh, um, I've seen it with Tony Z and in, in other, uh, starts, uh, citizen con, uh, presentations, basically Tony Z talks while someone else is like, you know, showing some slides or, or showing some gameplay or showing a, like a, a demo of how the, like, you know, um, you know, persistent universe in quanta works and stuff like that. So, um, really interested. I feel like this might be some heady content. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's okay. I think that's great. Actually. That's what we need. <laughs> Anytime a, a, a quanta video comes out, I feel like, uh, I like people go crazy for a reason because, um, it's talking about the gameplay that, that, you know, we really want um and that's that's what i'm hoping for here i'm hoping that um it's expanded upon how like you know maybe i think they've talked about this recently too just having like uh um, cargo missions increase your reputations with different orgs like uh, actual in-game companies and stuff like that mm -hmm. or um you know seeing how all of this brings the game more to life and gives you a reason 
to want to do these things instead of just them being kind of separate siloed uh, uh, aspects of gameplay. So okay. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm a little bit scared because I I've I know that they've started bringing Quanta in in some parts of the verse. Mm -hmm. I don't know how well that's been going. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, cargo doesn't seem to be any better. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I think they did it when they were doing stuff with Xeno and stuff. I could be wrong, yeah. but I think that's where they were testing it at. Not necessarily. If they were testing it just stuff. with like being able to sell stuff in Xeno, mm -hmm. like, I mean, that worked. It worked mm -hmm. and it, it, it worked a lot better than it did the first go around with mm -hmm. Xeno Threat. So um, that would be awesome to hear that that's what their final findings were. So I'm yeah. just super curious. Jade says here that she had security pursue her all the way down to New Babbage which might be another Ooh. fact with the AI. And I remember at one point, I don't know if any of y'all ever had, did y'all ever have security stop you in atmosphere before? Yeah, it actually was kind of... That was, was kind like, of freaky, really? yeah, out of nowhere. It came it out of like, nowhere. Stop like, what the heck? Really? Were they going to do this to me in games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been, I've had security, I think they came up to us while we were mining on the surface. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah, while you were mining? Was, wow. Or no, it might have been on a planet. It might have been Hurston. But yeah, mm -hmm. we were we were down on the surface and there was a security ship that yeah. was flying around. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you see them out there. You see you definitely see them in Daymar. Mm -hmm. Um they they may come at you and things like that. But mm -hmm. there has been some instances of when they were doing that, that uh Quanta did come in. I know it blew up uh uh Melvilus. it blew him up. <laughs> uh, and then it moved from there to the ship moved from there to it was uh, you could um jump on a bounty and you could see it and you know it wasn't a, a player because it had an npc name mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it jumped from uh crusader to new babbage mm. and we were trying I, I i remember picking up the mission and i was trying to track it down and it would go black at, at one point in terms of being in a black space mm -hmm. and then it would come up into an, an, another location so it was available a couple times mm -hmm. i don't know i don't think it's available now mm -hmm. Um, but it's interesting to see them have that mm -hmm. later on. What about the session? What do you think, Colossal? I, I mean, as far as systematic, um, as far as systematic gameplay or what have you, mm -hmm. um, I mean, this is what's going to bring stability to the game in terms of longevity, mm -hmm. but you, you got to have balance. You got to have better. I, I'm interested to see what type of analytics other than quanta and quanta that they use to go mm -hmm. ahead and, and, and help uh, stabilize the gameplay um, uh, uh, in, in terms of balancing it. I mean, you, you got to have good crafting. You got to have good uh, uh, trading routes. You got to have exploitable trading routes. You got to have uh, 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 exploration. You got to have points of interest. I'm interested to see what type of data they can bring in, other than uh, in addition to what Tony Zervik was talking about, that could help um, uh, bring the longevity of the game. If you don't have systematic gameplay, uh, uh, at least close to being perfected, you're not going to have a game that's going to be around for a hot minute. And, and you see that with with World of Warcraft. You see, that, I mean, it's been out for a long time because they have that. And you see that with other uh, MMOs. You can you can say you see that with Eve. You can say you see that you said you saw that with EverQuest. So um, when you have these type, of, I'm interested definitely on types of uh, what type of systematic ideas that they have, mm -hmm. analytics that they're using for that. Okay. Okay. All right. We have. There's four more questions. Actually, five more questions for the panel. I'm not going to drag out all these questions. I am going to try to make these next three questions very, very quick. Um, and, uh, and by the way, the last area of that was the closing of the convention. And, and we talked about this earlier, Chris closes us out at the end. I'm, I'm not gonna get on a big spin on that, 
Uh, but usually when we get to the end of the show, that's kind of like the big wrap up of what it is CIG has been working on. And usually there's some announcements that go take place at that point too, whether they decide to tell us that there's something's coming out in a patch or whatever. Um, so I, I, I want to just kind of get past that and hit on these questions. Cause I really want to get some feedback from the panelists on this. Mm. Um, what was the best thing that you guys saw at any of the citizen cons? So Abdi, I'll start with you first. What was the best thing? I mean, this, this is going to be just kind of real encapsulated, but what was the best thing you remember seeing at citizen con? I mean, if I'm right, that, uh, pupil, the planet, mm -hmm. uh, was, was at a citizen con originally, mm -hmm. um, like legit that got me into the game so i don't know if i can i mean i'm sure it can be topped but it inspired me in a way that no video game like i love mass effect i love all these space games but mm -hmm. it inspired me in a way that no no game has inspired me so mm -hmm. i think i have to pick that okay okay colossal what about you the kraken i mean both the video and the actual model mm. so the model yeah <laughs> over there citizen con in 2018 so mm -hmm. yeah the kraken okay tomato I think it's probably the 2016 demo still for me mm. captures the captures a large part of what I want to do. I don't really care about the combat missions or anything like that, but just mm. getting to go onto a planet that feels, I mean, that planet here, Lear, what they did with the planet in that demo, it still feels unlike other planets in the game. Mm -hmm. It felt really, really good. Mm. I still watch that video and I'm like, man, I want this. <laughs> um, but I think that demo really did it for me. Just the combination of the, the narrative away of it, how it played out, the different forms of transportation, the ways that you had this long progression that you could see the whole way, you know, you got to the end and you could see all the way back to where you came from. It just showed a lot of what this game had to offer in a really cool way. And I hope they can do that with another gameplay demo because I'd love to get that feeling about something up to date. Okay, okay. Abdi? Gonna have to the hard question now. What's the worst thing that you've seen about CitizenCon or heard about CitizenCon? Uh, oh, I'm the sorry. worst thing that I didn't I've... give you my best. I didn't give you my best. I'm sorry. Oh my, yeah, my best it, was when we went. They they be at, at 2018. And I don't know about how they did in 2019, but in 2018, and Colossal was there for this. They started incorporating lore dynamics into the convention. So they actually had recruitment stations oh, yeah. for all the ship manufacturers with hired actors who mm -hmm. had scripts that when you walked <laughs> up to them, they worked for Aegis <laughs> Dynamics or they worked for Origin Systems and they had uniforms that uniforms, matched the companies. Yeah. They had all the goodies and giveaways. If you wanted your keychain from Origin or your USB thing. They had all that stuff. You could ask them questions about, oh, what's it like to work for Origin? And they could actually talk to you like they were an employee of Origin. I mean, it was really, really cool. Some people might say, oh, they're spending our money on that. But it, it brought the, what's, what's, uh, what's the word, Whammer? You brought it. Immersion. That's right. Brought the immersion oh, to the convention, okay? <laughs> and it was really, really, really cool, okay? So I love the fact that they did that. The other thing that was very cool was they made these Colossal mentioned it at that year. They did a, uh, I don't know what the scale was, but they did a model of the Kraken, but outside mm. they did a three quarter model of the yellow jacket, the bike. And oh. people were able to get on this thing and take photos. There was a line for it, I but, but, but yeah. I would love Ooh, that each cool. year 
each year i would love for them to do that come back the next year there's a tumbrel next year you come back there's a tank i mean it, i mean these physical items that they could have yeah. and you could go that would be just so so cool to me if oh. do that. so that it's was like it's like don't forget food didn't they have big bennies? oh the big bennies food was there yeah, yeah and, they oh. that, and they did that in 2019 too they had a big bennies. so my point is that was the best things for me when they started doing that stuff that moved into you know from game to real life at the convention that was that was really great okay abdi what's the worst abdi what's the worst stuff that you've heard or seen the, the stuff that i've seen is just like when a roadmap is presented and it's like oh so excited for this for this roadmap item to get hit this year mm -hmm. and maybe maybe this isn't a fair thing to bring up but just like knowing like i don't know man you see the roadmap and you're like that sounds too optimistic okay um okay that kind of stuff that like it kind of takes the like i don't care if you tell me it's going to take a little bit longer mm -hmm. just but they presented you saying if they presented in citizen con and it doesn't pop up then that's kind of a it sucks is what you're it's saying. a little deflating to me yeah okay that's legit that's legit colossal what about you worst thing from citizen cons the worst thing from citizen cons yes uh i i would go i would have to go back to 2015. You mean 16 was that the one, or 15, was, which was, one? Was, was that the one that had that didn't show Squadron 42? No, 16, yeah, 16. Oh, 16, yeah, yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the yeah. Everybody was waiting for the vertical one. slice that year, and, and you got all the way to L.A. to find out. Well, yeah, I'm sorry, I had to choose the worst Citizen Con, but yeah, that, that one right there. <laughs> okay. Tomato, he's holding his head. What about what about you, Tomato? What's the worst? That's what sucks, man. I just said like sixteen was my was the thing that got me. <laughs> right. But right. the the post showed roadmap in two thousand and sixteen makes me want to freaking crush my head in the toilet mm -hmm. seat. Like it's seriously the worst. God, mm -hmm. gosh. Yeah. I mean, I get optimism. I mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. But it it was like. It was, it was like salvage in 3.2, yep. farming in 3.3. Yeah, like, what I'm talking about, man. It's so, it's so like... deflating. It's so it's so deflating. Yeah, yeah. And that was after the scope had changed. Now I'm not I'm not getting on their case. I'm not holding that against them at this point. But just that was the worst moment for me. And every time, I mean, I go back and I watch these streams a lot. Mm -hmm. They are cheesy. They are cringy. Mm -hmm. They are embarrassing. But they're also citizen con and they're amazing. And that's what makes mm -hmm. them special. But that <laughs> that roadmap. That hurts. Mm -hmm. Oh my yep. gosh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. The Dream Con. If there was something that you would like to see at Citizen Con, when you go say, yeah, this is definitely, man, this is the convention to go to. It's worth me spending this money to go all the way to the UK. <laughs> uh, Abdi, what would be something you would love to see at a Dream Con? This item, if they did this, this would be like, oh man, the con would be so cool. Uh, maybe okay. I, uh, I'll, I, two really quick things. I would love to see, like an actual area where you can play in a persistent universe and they just have like 100 networked computers or ooh, something like that ooh. and you are all in the same place together that okay. would be so dope where it's like you want like we got server mesh working and you can play it right now this is mm. happening live like mm. that would be dope that would be so cool okay. but the second thing this is a little cheesy but it'd be kind of dope to see all of you you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, like I yeah. like to just see people in person. You uh -huh. know, like yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, it's a terrible heart. That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> but like, just like seeing seeing the people, like that would be my dream citizen con. Because like, 
it's so fun to interact with y'all on discord and all that kind of stuff but to meet people in person would just be man that'd be dope i agree i agree oh my. i agree i agree <laughs> yeah i remember you'd be there <laughs> with your tomatoes colossal what about you what would be that dream con thing to have happen at citizen con i don't know maybe to i mean i i really don't know i would not prepare for this question here i mean <laughs> I, I, I mean maybe i would i would walk away with a with a uh, uh an endeavor in my hanger <laughs> I mean, that would be a dream con for me. I'll be crying. I'll be like that, that you know, that crybaby who you know saw Britney Spears for the first time or something like that. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, okay. it, it's, just give me something that I've been waiting for. I'll, I'll put Fast Card in front of me if a band new merchant got there because I know he's been wanting that more than me. Okay. So, okay. yeah. All right. Tomato, what about you? If you were to go to Citizen Con, what would be the dream thing to have happen or see or do or whatever? All right. Here we go. <laughs> the keynote opens. Chris comes out on the stage. No words. He just says, watch the screen. They turn around and the player wakes up. They get up. They go and they put a jacket on. They put all this stuff on. They do all this stuff that we don't recognize. They're like, oh, crap. This is awesome. Right? Cool. Mm -hmm. Sick. Uh, walks out. Calls the ship. It's an endeavor. He goes and picks up the endeavor, goes out to board it. Boom. Suddenly it turns out they're in the pyro system. Whoa. Mind blown. <laughs> they get with some buddies, right? All NPCs. They get with the, all these NPCs. All these ships are flying around. They're in this fleet. There's like 50 something ships. They all jump to Nyx. Bam. They showed up at, 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 uh, at the, uh, what is the moon? Uh, Delamar. They get there yeah. and they interrupt the other part of their group who's currently building a base. They say, whoa, there's a new storm coming in. We got to take shelter. They all get in the base. Some dynamic weather system rolls through. And then at the end of this all, they, they, uh, Chris comes back out on the stage. He's like, yeah, did you guys like that demo? That was pretty cool, huh? We got NPCs working. Everybody's like, oh my God, losing their minds. And he says, hold on. And they pull back the curtain and there's a hundred QA people playing back there. And he's like, boom, we got server mesh working. Hell yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then he drops the mic and walks you were gonna off. You going to say, and then he was actually playing it on his Switch the whole time. <laughs> the T.O. being destroyed in the background. <laughs> But that would be oh, a dream. God. I honestly, I don't know realistically what they could do that would super impress me. It'd probably just be server meshing, but yeah. um, <laughs> that would be a dream convention. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. I'd be like, this is going to be the best game ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, you know what? I, I've been to different types of conventions before, and I will say, <laughs> especially going to something like a Star Wars convention, which is like the most amazing thing to see. Um, one of the things that is nice about Citizen Con, for those of you who haven't gone, is that at the end of the con, you do get to meet those people that we sit and watch on screen throughout the year. And they're very friendly, they're very accommodating. And, uh, you know, even Chris, I mean, you can walk up to any of them and have a conversation for a few minutes. At the Bar Citizen the day before, you really get to interact on a much more personal level. But even afterward, they make time to meet every person that comes through that convention, which is pretty amazing. I'm hoping that the con grows to the place where, you know, when we come to the con and Squadron 42 is out, that we'll go and they'll say each day, you know, on this day, Mark Hamill will be there and John Rice Davies, <laughs> and they'll come there that day. You know what I mean? Like a, like a Star oh, Trek yeah. or Star Wars convention. And, you know, you get to yes. talk with them and everything else. And, you know, I mean, I really want to be that thing where you're getting signatures and people get the signatures now of devs. They come back with a program book with all the signatures and everything. 
But I, I want to see it come full circle at that point where it literally is like a really big convention that it's not just a one day event, but that, you know, to travel all the way to Europe, that it becomes a Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of thing, you know, so now it's worth making yes. that trip over, spending the Give time. Give me a weekend of citizen yeah, car. You know, I, to see it grow to that level. And at that point where, you know, um, like you said, we could have like that right now, they do set up something where people can play the game, but it's not like you said, Abdi, where it's literally, you know, we can sit down a hundred people playing the game and doing some really cool stuff. So I just want to see it grow to that space, right? So that it literally, mm -hmm. like right now, it's something on my calendar every year. My family knows that October, I'm gone. You know, I'm in LA, I'm in Austin, whatever. <laughs> but I would love for it to be, that's the thing that I, for me, that I treat myself to every year is to go. And there are some people that, that do that. That's their, they save their yeah. money, their vacation time so they can go to citizen kind. So I would love to see mm -hmm. that in the long run. Okay, let's jump to the very last couple things for you guys and then we're gonna let you guys get out of here because we are running over tonight. Rumors, have you heard Rumors. any? And I'm just gonna say, have you heard any? You ain't gotta say where it came from, but have you heard any? Or would you I mean, like I to have it. Would we've like to all seen it. You wanna create we, any we, rumors? <laughs> I mean, we've all seen it because, like, we we got that screen peek at uh, Jared's uh, Jared's uh, uh, computer background, didn't we? Like, well, like it was his like was it? was it his Jira list or something like that? What was it? It was a no, no, no. It was like his internal i like his internal IM. Yeah. No, was it? Yeah, it's in Star Citizen. Uh, it's in uh, S, uh, Star Citizen leaks. Oh. If you want to see the screen, the screen grab. It happened during like uh, I think it was Friday's SEL or something. Mm. But it wasn't anything earth shattering. I think no, it, it was, was just, like a confirmation. Yeah, confirmation of Pyro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we've talked about the fact that we think Pyro is going to be seen no matter what, only because two years ago we went through the gate and popped out there. So to not show Pyro would be almost ludicrous, you know? Now, right. what, and again, right. we're not saying we're getting Pyro Gang, but we are saying that we're going to see Pyro. And we've seen enough evidence of their work. We know that Ruin Station was the only thing left that they were trying to really get together there. So. To be able to see Pyro right now, I wouldn't be surprised. To, to Colossal's point, um, I remember we were talking about, you know, we're big Star Wars fans. And so, you know, there's one planet there, I think it's Pyro 3 or 4, that's like the Mustafar. You know, it's like the Hell lava yeah. planet. You know, I mean, I think they're going to see Chill with my buddy Darth Vader, stuff. just yeah. kidding. <laughs> All day long, that's my buddy. <laughs> He's not my buddy. I, I, not, not, not my neighbor, not my neighbor. <laughs> but to see things like that, in, you know, in the game, I wouldn't be surprised. Anybody else got any rumors other than Pyro? Anything that you guys think will happen? I, I, I do agree. Uh, well, we'll get the predictions. Any rumors? Let's do it rumors first. <laughs> rumors. Rumors. <laughs> No, if there's um, no rumors, we'll go to predictions. I just want to make sure anybody heard Speculation, really, based on rumors. Okay, like what? Um, so I was talking... Actually, it's on my podcast. It'll be up tomorrow. Okay. Um, Ooh, sneak peek here. Me and uh, Sir Pickles, he's one of the modders. Uh -huh. he, he's he's pulled some of the stuff for leaks and then execute from InfoRunners. We talked a bit about the ships that we might see. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about, you know, the Origin is probably going to have straight to flyable. Mm -hmm. And Argo might have a ship that might not be ready yet might be more for the um anniversary mm -hmm. we actually no we don't know we have no idea but uh, a leak that happened earlier this year the argo raft the raft possible yeah. ship <laughs> we're still looking into whether it's a refining ship or a cargo ship mm -hmm. different theories here and there between mm -hmm. the people in the group some think that it can, it's kind of a mix of two mm -hmm. as a starter ship um to to sort things but i won't get into that but yeah that's something that we're, we're maybe gonna see is something from argo but Besides that, I don't really think, no, I don't have any rumors. There's another Anvil ship that people are 
you know, there were some rumors about, but nothing yeah, too that, material. That, that's been a rumor for a while that, that, that well, they believe there'd be a capital ship and maybe that Anvil might be one of the ones to produce it because they don't have one. So that mm -hmm. that's a definite one. Um, okay, let's just jump into predictions here then. Uh, Abdi, you got any predictions for this CitizenCon? Predictions. I mean, they're, they're, going, they're going to announce something and I, I have a, well, hmm. Maybe this is dumb, but uh, I would like to see them announce something and then say, go play the game right now. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Where like they announce something and it's just like, it's in the game. Mm -hmm. Whether that's a 315, you know, open PCU, mm -hmm. I feel like that's pushing it. Mm -hmm. um, but it would just, it would just be nice to see something where it's like, hey, you know what? Oftentimes we talk about a roadmap and something like that. Hey, we're talking about something that is for real live right now, just released. Update your games and and go play. Okay, that'd be mm -hmm. cool. Okay, Blossom. I mean, could that be Theaters of War? I mean, <laughs> that would be dope. I mean, that would be fantastic if they were like, oh, here it goes. And they were like, Sean, where, where have you been? I mean, so. I mean, they delayed Battlefield, so like, I need to get my fix. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that'll be fantastic. Uh, we're talking about uh, predictions, right, Griff? Yeah, um, predictions. Okay, so predictions um, would be that. Uh, I mean, gosh, this is going far fetched. I would, I would love to see the Raylan sneak his, sneak itself Ooh, into into the presentation. Your, your, your hangers. Wow. Oh, the hangers. Um, Oh, it's not scheduled till January, isn't it? I, I know, but boy, would that be phenomenal. So, do you think we'll see uh, it? Do you think they'll show it to us at the con? We'll probably show some type of render. Okay. Maybe a drawing or something like that when they do space talk or something like that. Or in relation to bringing out the new ships. Um, maybe a scare or something like that. But in, but um, as far as predictions, I predict that they may um, give us uh, show us pyro probably get oh it'd be fantastic if they give it to us but i'm also predicting that it could show us another system okay which one you got a favorite when you're looking for it uh or a couple uh, it'd, it'd be nice if they showed us the knicks i knicks. mean that's where delamar is isn't it yep. yep yep so it'd be nice if they squeeze that in through i mean they already got delamar give us the knicks system or show us the knicks system okay and have at least two ways for us to go ahead and get a wormhole i mean uh, you know jump into um Okay. Uh, you you, you can't bring up Nixon and not say shout out to Jade. Yep. That's yep. her place. That's <laughs> her place. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Tomato predictions. I got a, I got, I'm going to double down on a theory that I've been running with the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. um, I've been pushing this phase four thing. <laughs> the idea that they've, 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 they're sort of shifting their development process and I'm calling it the, the fourth phase of development for Star Citizen. Mm. I honestly think that they're going to come out and try and maybe not rebrand, but definitely push the initiative that they're changing things. I think they could come out and be like, Hey, this is a turning point for Star Citizen development. We're entering like a new, I mean, phase, like a new, a new time where mm. things are going to be a little bit different. That's, that's like a broad, that's sort of like my hot take kind of thing mm -hmm. um right. hmm? i mean they this this would be a, what a third one if they did that mm -hmm. yeah well not necessarily in the in the way that they're they talked about uh staggered development and stuff like that not that they're changing anything mm -hmm. just the idea that what they're focusing on i think is starting to change a bit less of uh you know oh we're working on quantum we're working on item 2.0 we're working on ocs and getting server meshing working and more on like hey we're working on the medical system 
and salvage and how you're going to sell things to each other and like things that are actually going to affect your everyday gameplay. I'm hoping they announce that that's kind of starting to be more of their focus and um, shift people's ideas of what the development is. Mm -hmm. But that's just a kind of a, yeah, out of left field prediction. Mm -hmm. I'm also hoping that they can show us something, something that has to do with persistent hangers and the quantum system i guess that's also a prediction mm, nice nice that's a good um okay my predictions uh we're going to see something on the vanu merchantman uh and i mean something i think we're going to see a new concept design for it or, or the final concept design on it and we may even see a modeling of it with a tour through it or something along those lines not going to get it yet but i think that they've worked on it enough time that we're going to see that um, I think predictions, we're going to see fauna in some form. I think we're going to start seeing animal life come into the game. Hopefully that would be please, <laughs> uh, because I want other threats than just the humans. I really want the fact right? that when you're carrying that cargo box, you know, this crab comes out of the ground and, and something, you know, so I want some stuff like that to happen. Um, I and am, then you're in the downstate. Yeah, I, you're right. <laughs> and then, which, which leads me to my next one, which is medical. I mm. would not be surprised if we don't see the Apollo pop up because the Cutlass Red is going to be downgraded as far as what it does. We don't have any of, you know, all you've got is the Carrick and the uh, 890 for that middle ground, but the medevac aspects of the game, if if health is going to come in the way they've talked about, then that could easily be one of the ships that they drop on us, that the Apollo is going to come in, gives players a whole new aspect of how to deal with, you know, health and all that other stuff, if that shows up in the game. And I do believe that 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 and then i definitely believe we're going to see pyro definitely believe that we will see nicks i think those are definites i'm not where colossal said maybe nicks i think we're going to see both of them uh mm. we're obviously going to get into pyro but they've already shown us artwork for nicks you know some of the stuff they've been working on for a while too yet to, i mean that's the other side of the coin too and just you know showing it to us is not a big deal access to it is a whole nother story so i wouldn't be surprised if we do some more jump gating uh, as a surprise, because we were left off in Pyro. That, like you said, uh, Tomato, we could start in Pyro with that opening, mm -hmm. but then they could easily, like you said, surprise us by jumping through another gate, you know, and coming mm -hmm. out and mix, which would be so cool, and maybe show us a, a revamp of Delamar would be really cool, because we know that they worked on that because of that stupid light switch they showed in Delamar <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, that's true. So it would be kind of cool to see both of those okay all right listen we have a bunch of questions and i'm going to try to get through these I, I completely forgot we had these questions that was why i kind of let the closing go um here's the first question that we have from explorer sc will cig integrate bitcoin and alcoin earnings in the game as nfts now i'm not going to ask everybody to answer that just anybody got any thoughts on it you just toss in I maybe see it down the road, but not anytime soon. It's it, I, I, the, 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 the economy dynamic of that would have to be something that's really built on and done well. And because it's still new to some games, I think personally it, it could happen, but not anytime soon. Not for Star Citizen, at least. Anybody got any thoughts on that? I don't think I that's thoughts. something I don't want to talk just, about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's something you can just shoehorn into a game after the after uh, yeah. it's already been made. I think you got to design a game from, from the, the beginning up to factor in mm -hmm. for that kind of stuff. Yeah, because yeah. the they, they got they got to get a pulse on the community to see how the community feels about it too. Yeah, because I don't know. There's a lot of people that feel a lot of different ways about mine, mining and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that would be a very extreme change for the project. Yeah, yeah. Again, and how it impacts the economy, right? They've been working all these years on the economy that we currently have and how do you bring that in I'm, again i don't put it past because in the future i think it will become 
a credible and not that it's credible now but there's not enough people who feel comfortable with it and it, i don't know yeah, if it's there it'll, yet. yeah it'll but it, make its time, way in there yeah in time yeah. i think it will uh thanks for that question uh dr c3 curie curie Curoso, Caruso, Caruso. Sorry, I'm killing your name. I'm sorry. Uh, hope not going to see any more sandstorms or sandworms again. <laughs> Since he wants to see him for real. Uh, oh, Lefty, do we get to see you guys every day up to CitizenCon and all day on the ninth? And the answer is that is no. You will see us no. Thursday, uh, and and we will talk about the fact that you guys will see us the day after, which we're having a bar citizen. Uh, there's always a bar citizen the day before star citizen and we're hosting another one and i'll talk about that in a little bit uh, but no on on that day we're going to be hanging out with our own orgs and doing our own thing but we do have a show the next day on that sunday so we will be doing the follow-up so be so join us on that um let's see coin toss 789 does this have to do with lumberyard uh is this on amazon's end and i'm sorry we didn't see your question earlier coin toss when you dropped that in uh, I don't know if you're talking about performance. Maybe that was what you were responding to. Yeah, I think to that was the on the playing. the Vulcan and Vulcan? Uh, Gen 12 stuff. Okay. That's when that came in. Yeah, no, it's not on Amazon Zen. Actually, we were joking around the other day because when people were waiting in line to get into New World and people were saying, how come they don't have enough servers? And we were like, yeah, because Star Citizen has the other half. You know, just kind of joking around. <laughs> but uh, yeah, th 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 I think this is a separate issue in relation to performance um let's see the next question again from o lefty what is your snack spread for the citizen con oh, <laughs> i got is. this one what do you got i got, got stroop waffles uh -huh. i got stroop waffles you're already I, huh? I got bonnie fruit oh my god you're ready oh. um my my brother-in-law my sister-in-law cameron and rebecca i love you both mm -hmm. they got me some astronaut snacks Ooh. um like freeze-dried ice cream and all that kind of stuff oh so, my god you set up i got the spread red i got the spread ready <laughs> Tomato, nice. what about you? Are you doing anything to uh, have snacks sitting oh, at the table since you don't have to move? Are you doing anything? My wife is like a professional chef and oh. she loves to make things. Oh, I didn't for... know that. Oh. oh, she's not actually professional. She just cooks like one. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. She's, she's working towards opening a catering business, but she, she likes to make stuff for events. And nice. I don't know what we're going to have, but I know it'll be good. And okay. I'll be posting pictures of it and stuff. <laughs> Ah, that's cool that's awesome that's good stuff yeah colossal what about you don't be talking about no uh fresh what is it called you uh hello fresh what are you doing for your food? yeah what are you doing for uh, food that day <laughs> i don't know i mean maybe bowls of applesauce <laughs> <laughs> bowls multiple bowls so, so, so sad. Just bringing in a cart of bowls. You know what? I'm going to get myself mots. a bowl of applesauce just as a tribute to Colossal on, on, uh, on Saturday. Oh, I've not big, heard that suggestion. One that says cinnamon, please. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Hell right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cinnamon. That's, right. a, that's a good addition. We'll send you the big Thank jar you. of mots. Somebody send him a big <laughs> jar of mots. Okay. See a whole bunch of Black Intellect asks. Can the panel talk about how AI population being added will affect the player experience of the verse and when we will see it in game? You know, it, it's interesting, uh, and I'll let some people on the panel can talk about this. I'll just throw my two cents in real quickly. Uh, just recently, they gave us an explanation about why NPCs respond the way they do in the game with the server ticks. And they it was a real cool explanation of talking about how uh, when they load in, there's this delay time, a whole bunch of other stuff, which causes them to stand on top of stuff and everything else. But many of you have played the game where you get a fresh server and you see that the AI are doing things that they should be doing in game. Uh, so it does say that 
it's there, but there's a technical aspect or a, a backend aspect that prevents the AI currently from doing what they want to do. So when we start talking about the game moving to the population that CIG has talked about, which I think is a nine to one ratio in the game, um, I think that there's going to have to be a lot that changes to even put the AI so that they can start doing the things like, you know, we talked about what's it called when the um, when the NPCs go in and out. What do they call it? The um, streaming in the spawn closets. Spawn closets. Thank you. Yeah. Things like spawn closets, uh, the routines, the time clocks that they work off of, the, the eating, sleeping, all those things. They're so contingent upon a lot of things on the back end being in place before that can happen. But obviously, once that can happen, it will change the dynamics of the game dramatically. We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago with the medical field. You know what happens when you put that beacon out and you're laying on the ground in that down state and they were saying, well, will somebody take the time out to come see you? Kristen told us that if they're gonna put a certain amount of time frame for players to respond, but if they don't, an NPC will pick up that mission and come respond to you. But there's gonna be a lot of stuff that has to happen before we see that happen in game, but hopefully, once they add that into the game, it will add a new dimension to the game. That's not that we're contingent upon players, even your conflicts, right? You weren't about players blocking a gate. What happens when that system you're in of pyro is being guarded by NPC group? And that NPC is so bad that ain't no, or can't even take these jokers out. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that they can incorporate into the game that make uh, AI have a strong impact. Anybody got any thoughts about AI coming into the game? Well, I think AI, uh... It's cool when you talk about AI in Star Citizen because you're talking about both the physical, uh, they call it uh, sub subsumption mm -hmm. AI, subsumption-based mm -hmm. AI, and then you have virtual AI. Yep. And that idea that they're bringing in all the virtual AI, like you were saying, that nine-to-one ratio means that all these things that happen in the game that require a player to do it right now, not only in the future where they're going to have the connectivity and the way, like the actual back end to support these things being done, you know, um, price differences and things being actually delivered places, but they're going to have the AI that can take over, like you said, the parts that humans aren't doing. So suddenly when you go to a, a space station and you wanted to do some cargo hauling, you didn't know what you were doing, but you showed up at the space station. You can literally look up the prices and see that, Hey, a lot of people have recently started delivering a lot of stuff into this place. So the price is low. That wouldn't have worked because there was no simulation in the back end to do that. But with mm -hmm. the AI there to actually fulfill those sort of complications, suddenly the game, I think, will start to mm -hmm. feel a little more alive, a little more like we're actually encountering things that are occurring yeah. rather than just like somebody pressing a button. Yeah. You know what would be cool, Tomato? When you go mm -hmm. someplace to go do some trading, right? And mm -hmm. um, while you're there, thank you, Spirito TV. Thank you. We appreciate that follow. Imagine being there and you want to order something, you're waiting on something, and then you see a cargo ship actually flying in, right? And then you go back to the terminal a few minutes later, and whatever it was you were looking for has now been restocked. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Just something that's, that's yeah, something. You, just, cool. you just happen to be there at the right time when a delivery came yeah. in. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like you My, said, right now we don't have that. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I always imagine when I think of like me playing Star Citizen, mm -hmm. I don't know when, I don't know if that's like freaking two years. I don't know if it's just two decades my kid is graduating college i don't mm -hmm. know whenever star citizen is finished i imagine like coming into port at a space station and seeing like whole seas and star lifters and stuff just like coming and going and knowing that things are actually changing people mm -hmm. are actually benefiting or playing the game based off of these ships literally coming into the space station mm -hmm. those kinds of those kinds of little details are what got me into this game mm -hmm. it's good stuff good exciting stuff, stuff. yeah 
Black Intellect asked this question. And well, let me go to Jajad first. Jajad said, do people want weather conditions to affect landing, such as rain, snow, tornadoes, hurricanes, or is that too real or is it for fun? Anybody got any thoughts? I, th I think no oh, sorry no i mean i don't think people i haven't heard anybody say they want weather conditions to affect landing um i, I do mean, you should be able, you you do okay I, you, you should be able to land <laughs> i think land it, it, it kind of makes sense with the exception like, uh you should be able to land in any condition if you have the ship to to, to land now, it. No, see, now you're hitting it now you're hitting it right okay, I'm, not, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you can't land I'm just mm -hmm. saying. I'm just saying. If there's a freaking tornado blowing, I mean, now you got to be a tornado. You guys have come into certain. Remember at one point when you landed on freaking uh, on New Babbage or, or, or Microtech, when the winds were so strong it would push your ship and flip it. Do you remember that back in the day? <laughs> I, I, I'm saying you should be feeling. You should be feeling some forms of resistance that you just can't. You know, yeah. just float on in smoothly and land. I mean, I want some. I want that crosswind that hits you that makes me have to crab in to land. That's all yeah. I'm saying. You know, Colossus looking and, and like, it, yeah, like okay. they can turn this stuff up and they can turn turn it down as much as they want. So like, it maybe it just affects your ship to the point where it's like it feels a little immersive, mm -hmm. not something where it's like ah, you know, like I'm like flying all over the place because it's you know like it's going crazy. Like yeah. I don't know. Like I I would like just a a, a touch of that would be kind cool because yeah, then yeah. that tells you something it tells you that when you go outside of your ship you're gonna have to be ready so you get on the right kind of clothes you get on the right kind of stuff so that when you're out there you know you got your like mario you know metal boots on mm -hmm. so you're not flying all over the place or something like that you know what i mean yeah. that's a good point or, no, it as like a... i'm sorry go ahead, go ahead no i was just saying that's a good point that abdi just said using it as like a, a messaging like to tell you more about what you're getting into yeah yeah Colossal, you even suggested this once, talking about how weather impacts whether or not you can attack a certain location. Because I remember you talking about that before. You don't remember that? You talking about whether you would be able to be able to come in with the ship versus ground vehicles. Remember we were talking about that impact? That was a while ago. At least I thought uh, it was you. Maybe I'm giving you, know, you credit I shouldn't give you credit for. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll right, take it back. I that <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it back. But somebody, we were somebody was talking about the fact of weather may be a factor when you're ready to do something that says I can't go in with ships. So we have to use yeah. come in via ground because of just the weather conditions at a certain location, you know, maybe possibility. I don't know. Okay. But yes, I want real, I don't want them super crazy, but I do yeah. want impact of weather. That's all I'm saying. Cause right now cold mm -hmm. affects us and thrusters affect us. So to me, when, you know, if there's a hurricane in the area, I want you to be able to say, Hey, you guys can't land here right now. Don't, don't try with a light fighter. Maybe you can come in with something heavier, you know, but a freaking mm -hmm. arrow is going to get blown around. You come in in your yeah, vanguard, yeah, yeah. you might be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like Colossal said, depending on your ship. Yeah. Okay. Um, what does, and this is from uh, Black and Luck again. What does, what does what panel topic they've chosen to include and not say about where the, oh, okay. He's asking this, looking at the topics that CIG picked, what does that say about where development is right now? Does do those topics say to you that the development is on point? Do you feel like we're going to see some good progress? Uh, do you think that it's going to be kind of a rehash, you know, based on the topics that were picked this year? Tomato, I'll start with you on that one. It feels like... I think some people are seeing some of the topics and thinking that that means that they haven't made much progress because they're repeating topics. I mm -hmm. think a lot of these panels are topics that need to be updated regularly. Mm -hmm. I don't think audio is something that will ever not be being implemented on at least not it's released same goes for things like quantum the economy 
mission system, planet tech. These are all things that are just like, they're still in the works. So um, I think that probably we shouldn't look at that necessarily as a sign of where they're at, but mm -hmm. the topics themselves do, I think, sound on in, you know, um, in line with what they've been saying. Okay. That server meshing seems like it's getting there. It's been getting a lot of work on the monthly reports. Um, so the fact that they're enough to have a whole 30 minutes to an hour to maybe longer talking about it means that that work is, is true. Uh, they're talking about, obviously, we're going to see Pyro. That's on point. We definitely should be seeing Pyro. They're talking about Quantum. I would say Quantum right now is in the midst of being implemented, as they've said before. So we should be getting some pretty advanced words on that and then um there was a oh god the the gen 12 stuff that's pretty huge that's also been being implemented slowly throughout this last year so it's good to see these are all topics that we should be listening that we should be hearing about mm -hmm. i don't think there's anything here that is a big foundational part of the game moving forward that they're not touching on okay okay Lossel? on the devil's advocate side of what space tomato was saying i would basically you know, throw out an argument on, well, if they were going to be using this as an update, couldn't they use a different platform other than CitizenCon? Mm -hmm. Like uh, a show that they have on Fridays that Jared has for an hour and some odd minutes. You know, could they use that show if they were going to give us a little bit of a tweak? Now, to continue on what Space Tomato is saying, I'm definitely interested on these conversations because I think they're going to give us a lot more. Mm -hmm. You know, um, on that one, I think Space Tomato is right on that, on that note. Um, in terms of not just updating, but they're actually going to uh, explain, they may take us to a new level. Mm. Uh, I, I think they would have to do that with this CitizenCon mm. to assure us on where they're going uh, in, the, in, in, in the nearest direction. Yeah. And so it'd be interesting to see how they how they take this, this platform. Because when I saw this platform, I was thinking, I was one of those guys in the beginning. I was like, oh, we, we've seen some of these platforms before. I, I mean... So it's going to be interesting to see how they steer this. Okay. okay. Um, I'm not looking forward towards the regular conversations that we saw in 15, 16, 17, and 18. Mm -hmm. um, I'll look for some additional good information that could tell me, okay, this is where, this is where they were, mm -hmm. this is where they are, and this is where they will be, not where they would like to be. Okay. What are you going to say, Tomato? I what was going to say, I will, I will say, I think that, the reason that they should keep doing these updates at these big citizen con ones is because the majority of people don't actually see their weekly videos these citizen con videos act as like a really good way for anybody for the next year to understand what's going on with the game mm. i think a lot i think a lot of people miss the stuff they put in those other videos yeah they tell us a, a specific time on how people you're right tomato he did tell us uh on how how long people watch the videos he said they they, they did um, uh, they analyzed, right? Mm -hmm. They analyzed uh, certain parts and found out that uh, the majority of people watch the shows for a specific time. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I agree with you there, definitely. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, Abdi, any thoughts on the same thing? Uh, yeah, I just feel like we're. I, I'm I'm talking about this as a person who's come back to the game again. I know I keep saying that, but it's it's an exciting time uh to get into this game right now mm -hmm. and i think that they need to play to that idea like public events i think brought in a lot of people or mm -hmm. at least showed people that there was a reason to get into the game um or that they're they're working on on bringing in systems in an interconnected way um so i think that uh what i'm seeing from from the panels that are there um 
what what I'm hoping is that as a new person that's coming, that new people that come into this see that um, this isn't just, you know, kind of like what everyone else has been saying, that this isn't just what what they've posted in the past, but that this is this is dialed in mm -hmm. um, and that this is a reason to stay excited about this game. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. And um, we've got a little bit of stuff we want to share with you guys that we've talked about a little bit. Um, we mentioned earlier that uh, this Friday coming up on October the 8th, we will be doing a Bar Citizen. Some of you have participated in Bar Citizens before. This is our Bar Citizen, virtual Bar Citizen, Digit Citizen Con, Digit Citizen Con, uh, celebrating Citizen Con 2951 with two Bar Citizens. The first one is called Hype. The second one is called Depth. And we are having two of them. The first is on um, Friday, October the 8th, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time, 9 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. UTC. The second one will be the following Saturday. So remember that the first one's on Friday, but the next one is the following Saturday, October 16th. That'll be depth. And that will be at 3 p.m. in the afternoon Eastern time. And the difference in these two, hype is just about that. It's about the hype, the excitement. It's all of the, the uh, theory crafting and all the other good stuff that goes along that we do at a bar citizen the day before the event. The following week will be where we get to talk about all the things that we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like, what we didn't understand, get some clarity. At both of these events, um, members of CIG have been invited to participate, to come out to this. Uh, so we're gonna put, I think we did, we just put the link in chat. This will be a Zoom event, so you have to RSVP for it. We've had great responses at our last shows. We've always had people like Disco Lando there. We've had Tyler there. We've had um, um, Acapella. Uh, what's his first name? No, Jake. Jake. Jake has been there who does the schedule. And they've shared such cool information with us when we are at these events. And so we want to invite you guys to register, sign up for it. You can come to one or both, whichever one is most convenient for you to participate at. But we would love to see you all um at that event so that's going to be this friday coming up cig is also helping co-sponsor this they've given us some ships to give away which is very cool uh so we've got some really cool ships i think we've got a couple of msrs and some other stuff that we're going to be giving away um Ooh. and it's going to be co-hosted <laughs> by paul shelley of the astro pub uh the folks over at yacht club bc uh the soul citizens test squadron and uh, anybody else that we can get who wants to spend some time on these chats. <laughs> but we're going to be sponsoring it and having these folks there. And another thing that was insider information uh, that Zylo told us is that he sent out the invitation to all 800 of the staff members at CIG. Ooh. And yeah. the reason why this is a good possibility that many of them will be there is because, as a lot of you know, when there's a bar citizen, Normally they're working up to the very last minute on that Friday night, uh, getting things ready. And so usually there's only a certain amount of them that are able to come out and be at a bar citizen. But this time, most of the content has been pre-recorded, So they're actually mm -hmm. freed up and available. So we're hoping that there'll be some newer faces that will be there to participate as well. So definitely yeah, so. if you guys want to come and I'll tell you, if you've never been, they interact with us, you can ask questions, talk. We have a lot of fun. You get to meet people from around the world that participate and stuff. So. Anyway, register. The link is back in chat. Drop it in there for me one more time, mods, just so folks will have it in case they missed it the first time around. Lastly, um, this this uh, Thursday is our normal uh, community talk show, Soul Talk, which is on Thursday evenings, 10 p.m. Eastern, 
Uh, if you want to come on with us and talk about the latest, there's no ISC this week because they're prepping to get ready, but we will be having some more conversations about CitizenCon and everything else in relation to Star Citizen. And then next Sunday, our CitizenCon 2951 review, where we will, within 24 hours, be talking about what we saw the day before. And we're hoping to have some folks on with uh, Kai Zen and some people who were major content creators for Elite who are now playing Star Citizen. This will be their first time sitting in on a CitizenCon. And we're gonna hopefully see what they think because they're really excited about it. And we're gonna have some of our own team members on and hope maybe some guests too. We'll see who's gonna be there, but we're gonna have a lot of fun talking about CitizenCon next week. Um, in the meantime, Exciting. yeah, in the meantime, let me jump to our folks, Space Tomato. Uh, tell people where they can find you in the verse and feel free to tell everything you want to tell. <laughs> oh man, uh, I've got a lot of stuff. To be honest, the easiest way to find me is to go to my website, spacetomato.com. I know I'm a, like, I look like a blizzard right now. Storm with salt and pepper. <laughs> Can't be helped. There we go. Um, but mainly I do stuff on YouTube. Space Tomato is my YouTube channel. I also have Space Tomato 2 where I post more general stuff, my podcasts, some of my live streams are going to start going up there. I stream on Twitch. Um, I have a Discord. I have an org. You can basically find me anywhere. G-I-I. G-I-I. That has to do with Star Citizen. Yeah, G-I-I. Avdi is a member of G-I-I. We are a great group. Good good group of people. They're very nice. Everybody there is super kind and, and a lot of fun to hang out with. Um, I'll also be doing a watch party for CitizenCon if anybody wants to go. It's pretty easy to find. It'll be public soon on YouTube, but you can also find a link in my recent video for it. And I'll just be giving out some ships and stuff like that. Um, but nice. yes, that's, that's about it for me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, oh, yeah, no problem. Of a lot of, always fun to have you on board. Uh, Colossal, where can people find you? Uh, here. <laughs> right here. <laughs> right here. Right here. <laughs> yeah, it's a busy season for me. You know, education is not over with here in the South until May. So I'm pretty much busy, but you can definitely see me. From time to time, when Griff tells me to get out my splendor and come on the show, <laughs> or uh, you see me hanging out with Soul Citizens, or you see me hanging out with Test Squadron, Best Squadron. Test Squadron, yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. And Abdi, where can people find you? Well, first of all, Colossal, thank you for being a teacher. It's it's super hard to do that right now with, with everything going on. So for real, thank you for your work. Uh, second of all, uh, oh, Lord. There it is. It had to come at some point. There we go. Yeah. Also, you can find me at Abdi Yohan on Twitter and Twitch. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> Well, again, thank all of you all for the time and effort that you all hung out. It was a late night for us tonight. We did a three-hour one tonight. Usually we were two hours, two hours and 30 minutes, but we had a lot of good stuff to talk about. We are looking forward to next week with CitizenCon and hope you guys will be able to sit back and relax next Saturday and just take it all in. And of course, come back and visit with us on Sunday where we will talk about all the cool things that we saw. Um, so again, thank you guys for all that. We are going to raid... Uh, Papadopoulos, we hit him a couple weeks ago. He's a new streamer, new to this whole thing. Uh, Papadopoulos, uh, 84. So if you like what you see when you go over there, send him some love, tell him you came from the Star Citizens. And as always, you guys take care of yourselves, be safe. And until next week, peace, love, and soul. We will see you guys later. Take care. Catch you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>